This week's episode of I Was a Teenage Film Snob is not brought to you by anything made before 1990. Teenage Film Snob. I'm James Chalmers, your friendly neighborhood film snob. And it's been a few weeks, but we're back. Apologies. I had some teeth removed. Uh, wisdom teeth, not just random teeth. That'd be a bit weird. Um, and then last week, uh, we were doing all sorts of party prep. My daughter, she's turning three tomorrow at the time of this recording. So um, between getting teeth pulled out, not being able to talk and having a toddler running around, there wasn't a lot of time to produce content. So apologies, dear listeners, uh, that there's been a break, but I am back now. Um, and uh, because there's been an absence, I want to do a special show. I want to bring the, the loaded guns. Is that what they say? I don't know what they say. I want to bring the big guns. That's probably what I meant to say. I'm getting caught in my own words already. Um, and so today's guest is a first-time guest on the show. We've had a few new guests recently, and I'm continuing that. We will get back to the apocalypse. I'll be honest, it's been the most tentative topic we've done so far. It's been kind of either people have been really digging it or they've not wanted to contribute at all, and that's totally fine. But until then, as I said, new guest today. And honestly, if you thought my mum was the hardest to get guest of all time, today's guest might have give her a run for her money. Um, let me tell you a little story and then I'll introduce her. Um, so I've known today's guest for over 10 years. We actually first started um, working together, uh, I want to say 2009. So actually almost a decade and a half at this point. Um, and we were slinging burgers in the drive-thru together and we worked in the cafe and stuff like that. And I don't know, I'd say we were, we were relatively friendly. We weren't besties or anything like that, but we you know, were on good speaking terms. Never knew that we liked movies. We never talked about movies at work for some reason, but we were pretty uh, chummy, I would say. Um, and then not long after kind of getting to know each other, being friends, I moved away. Um, I only worked in that place for maybe a year and a half, two years. I did not like working that job very much. Um, and as things often go in life, when you leave your job, you... Uh, tend not to stay in contact, at least I don't. I'm really bad with keeping friends. I can make friends easily. Keeping friends, pff, just uh, just don't make the effort, unfortunately. All of my effort goes into watching movies and recording podcasts, which, you know, has worked out thus far. Um, but, yes, I didn't keep in touch. It wasn't like we had a fight or stopped being friends. We just drifted apart, as people do. And then uh, about three years ago, I would say in the middle of the pandemic, um, maybe a little bit earlier, we kept in touch on Facebook from time to time. And then... Um, I think at one point she followed me on Instagram and during the pandemic, she would just start commenting on, on posts because um, before I had a podcast or at least before I had this podcast, I would post about movies and do reviews and stuff on my own personal one, like a, the snob that I was. Um, and thankfully she didn't think it was snobby. She would actually just reach out and be like, Hey, like, that's a cool movie. Like um, what else can you recommend? Have you seen this or whatever? And we kind of reconnected um, during the pandemic. And I think it was actually after my daughter was born. Cause I remember um, once Zoe was born, I would be up very late at night, every night um, on the dad shift. So from 8 p.m. till 3 a.m., I would just watch my daughter, but she didn't actually need that much um, watching. Spoiler alert, before you become a parent, you think the kids need a lot of supervision. They don't. Like when they're like little babies, they don't need a lot of supervision. So I could just have the monitor in the corner of my eye and just watch movies all night. It was great. Um, but today's guest um, would message me and then she would send me trailers and then she eventually would ask me for recommendations and she's like, look, I really like horror, but I've seen a lot. What can you recommend? So of course I recommended the one horror film I recommend every horror fan 
and that was Eden Lake. And the next day she was like, I watched it. I loved it. That's amazing. What else you got? And I didn't have a project at this point. It was the pandemic. I was working. I had a baby. I wasn't really doing anything social. So I was like, oh, I'll write you a list. Um, you know, maybe like kind of 10, 20 movies. It was a 50-page list. I was very bored. <laughs> um, and I emailed it off to with a bunch of horror films. Um, and then just over time, we started, you know, talking more and more. And I would say have become better friends in the last couple of years than we ever were when we worked um, at that world-famous burger joint that I won't name. Um, and I lost my train of thought. This was going to be a killer intro, and then I just lost it. Um, but, we were, yeah, we started talking about movies. And um, actually, I, I mentioned to her because – I can't give her full credit for the podcast. I was already having thoughts and conversations with my wife about starting a podcast again, but talking to today's guest, I was like, you know, I'm really getting the mood to podcast again. If you know, don't know if you know this, but I used to have a podcast. I used to love talking to people about movies and I really would like to do this again. And talking to you throughout the pandemic has really kind of, kind of wet my appetite again. You should come on the show. And she said, no, <laughs> it was very funny she enjoyed talking to me um online but didn't really want to go on a podcast for her own personal reasons that was totally fine um but because of those conversations and because of a, a couple of different contributing factors we are now you know 59 episodes into a, a podcast that's going for a year and whilst i said i can't give her full credit but it is at least partially to blame on this week's guest so please welcome after that very long introduction in which i got lost in my own words um the wonderful Jessica Brown. Jess, welcome to the show. Hi, James, and thank you for having me. That intro was awesome. You've made me feel very, very special. So it was very you. long. I did say that I do long intros, and I freestyle them all. Whenever I write them, it becomes a mess. So I had to, like, you could, like, the no, audience kind of... it, it took me back down memory lane to that good old McDonald's that we worked at, which, you know, now I'm a vegan, so I despise the place. But I met you there. Uh, less than 30 seconds to mention <laughs> veganism. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I had to put that in there. I was like, you know, he brought up McDonald's. I've got to mention the vegan. I actually never <laughs> mentioned them by name. I did everything not to mention the name, but. Oh, <laughs> you, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. That, you don't have to follow call it that burger joint then. But yeah, no, um, that's right. It was a good time. But yeah, I'm, just, I'm shattered that we didn't know that we enjoyed movies so much because I really don't think we would have got any work done. That's for sure. It would have been I mean, did we get any work done anyway? Like that's arguable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably would have been just fired on the spot in other words. So yeah. It um, It's funny. Like, yeah, I didn't know that you liked movies. I remember when you – because again, like – it was all driven by you, like me, like talking about how I was like keep to myself and I don't keep friends and stuff like that. That is very much a me personality thing. Like even when you started messaging me back in 2020, I was very monosyllabic with my response. I was like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Like I just kind of didn't <laughs> really engage. Yeah, much. No. So you were really pushing it, um, but I'm glad you did. And then like when I found you like me, I was like, oh my God, like how did I not know this about you? How did I not know that you were, especially because you like, yeah, we you like horror stuff. films. I'm like, so few people in my current circle like horror movies. You would have thought I would have like glued to that, but obviously I just never knew. Um, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I'm horror obsessed, but yeah, I stumbled across, was your Instagram, so that mm. I wasn't on Facebook, was your Instagram page, and I remember just thinking, wow, so yeah, found the right page and got some great recommendations, and Eden Lake, you just, yeah, that was an absolute ripper, that movie, loved it. It's, and, I'm so um, glad that A, you loved it, but B, even when I had the um, Tyler and Harley, the, the filmmakers on last year, like they are huge horror fans, they're making a horror film. And um, I was like, have you guys seen Eden Lake? And they're like, no, like no one seems to have seen it. Yes. It's such a gem of a horror film. So I, I always know, recommend it, was, 
I was really surprised when I did watch it that I'd never heard of it because it's just it's brilliant and um it's something now that you've mentioned it I could probably watch that again probably tomorrow. It's, <laughs> I it's, loved it. it's on my it'll be on my Halloween rewatch list I reckon. I um I've been watching a lot of movies. I think I'm at 240 for the year now. Yeah. Um and uh, October will be spooky season so I've been pulling some I'm getting ready. It's obviously still a month away or a month and a bit away but I'm starting to get ready and I think Eden Lake will be part of that Halloween watch. I actually uh, should start keeping account of how many I watch. See I just reacted to yours like wow but I probably do go through that many movies a year 100%. I um I've been keeping track since 2016 I think so it was since wow. 2016 and like I've still got all my lists saved in my phone so each year I start a new note and then once the note gets a bit long I'll copy and paste like the year into the previous year so I've got like well I can imagine like you said that list that you sent me that was amazing I definitely haven't gotten through anywhere near half of that there were so many movies but um yeah so I can imagine what you've got going on on your end I um it's funny like I actually did something similar earlier this year my friend samantha who's been on the show a couple of times um we once we started working closer together and i knew she was a movie fan from pretty much day one that i met her because she mentioned her top five favorite films and one of them was midsummer and one was get out and i was like yes midsummer is a really long summer is it how do i say it i'm saying Midsummer. yeah i recommended that one to you as well and you're like i never would have watched that but i'm glad i did yeah it was it was it very long that was the one though three hours yeah. yeah, it was very long. It had some pretty sick shit in it. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Uh, but um, I, I bring her up because I did the same thing for her. I was like, I'll write you a list. And it wasn't as long as your list. And your list was very comprehensive because she was like, oh, my husband doesn't really like horror. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll like put like a little husband approval <laughs> next to the movies that he can watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stuff love like that. that. And, I like, and I went to like a lot of effort because it was like, I was bored. No, like, don't get me wrong. Well I was like, I loved my job fun. and um, I loved, you know, being around my wife and my daughter, but like I had seven hours to myself each night. And after a while, even I was like, oh, I'm watching a lot of TV. Maybe I need to do something creative. So like when you were like, I'd love a list. I was like, right, let me just. Yeah, well, I got in at a good knuckles. time because I got very lucky with that. Yeah. As for my poor husband. Yeah. He puts up with some, yeah, poor thing, some horrible movies that he doesn't want to watch, but you know, sometimes he just doesn't have a say, but he <laughs> has, he has gotten me into ones that I would normally never think to look at as well. Like I think I discussed this with you, uh, end game or things like that. I've ventured out of my yeah, I've ventured out of my comfort zone. I'd normally, you know, as soon as the TV goes on, I'm on Netflix or I'm looking at iTunes movies and it's just I go straight to horror. But now I have been, you know, I'm open to more things. So he's getting lucky in that sense. But um, One movie you need to watch. Um, I rewatched it in the last couple of weeks when I was recovering. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's got a movie called Whiplash uh, made in 2014. No, I haven't uh, seen it. It stars Miles Teller um, and, uh, and J.K. Simmons. And it's by the guy who directed La La Land. I don't know if you've ever seen La La Land um, or heard no, of La La Land. No, I haven't heard of that. Mm. So La La, Land, La La Land's a musical, but Whiplash is the guy's first movie. Damien Chazelle is his name. And um, it's all about a kid who joins music school. It's the best of the best school, and he wants to be the best drummer ever. It is a drama about music, but it is a goddamn it's- horror film. It is the best yeah. horror film that is not mar- marketed as a horror movie. Like, his instructor... So- is the yeah. best horror villain ever. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't and it? And it's you... classy, so you but should watch it. it what's it actually like meant it. to be? Like, what's the genre of that movie? What are they classifying it as? Oh, it's just a drama. Okay. So it's a drama. Okay, but it is, you would say it's basically like a horror. Look, if you're going in there looking for blood and guts and scares, then no. 
but what I'm what I'm saying is that the the teacher, the antagonist, is such a villain, is so cruel and like yeah, yeah, yeah. relentless that it, it like and it's so like knuckle whiteningly cool. tense. Like it's a real edge of your seat drama. Like you just feel like yeah, no, that sounds panic like throughout it. So it's a really yeah, good flip. That's what I'm after. Like I don't really, you know, when I say I love horror, I'm not that one that's all about those really corny ones where they're just lots of stabbings and killings and blood everywhere. How dare you? It's um, more just, you know, I like just to be, like you said, on the edge of my seat wondering what's going to happen or that suspense. That's what I love about it. So, yes. Yeah, you have been my project for the last few years because and it, it's, it's been <laughs> hard work. Brain. It's been hard work because um, – when we first started talking, and even now, you still—I haven't changed your opinion. It's taken three years, and I still haven't cracked it. You won't watch movies made before 1990. <laughs> um, I know it's so. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I've told you this. I'm such a weirdo, and look, you'll have to forgive me if any of these on my list have got someone that's passed away. But I've got this weird thing where, if someone in the movie, like um, Heath Ledger, for example, if they've died, I can't watch it. I, do, I just wow. think I'm, I feel like I'm like living in the past. I'm like. That person doesn't even exist anymore. That's the I weirdest can't... thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It's so weird. But if I turn it on, like I can't. I'm just like they, they're literally, they don't exist. I can't watch this movie. It's like. Oh, that might be the clip for this week. That's so weird. How <laughs> weird is that? So, yeah, not only at like, and, yeah, if it's really old and dated, it just creeps me out. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. But, um, yeah, if someone's dead, it's a no-go. So not pre-1990. No dead actors. No. Um, nothing black and white. They can only nothing. be dead in the movie if they're murdered in the movie, but not in real life. And nothing, um, <laughs> nothing with subtitles. So. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, subtitles. Uh, yeah, pre- preferably no, definitely not. So interesting. <laughs> so, you're just limiting yourself from so many cool things, but that's fine. I know. You know we all do our own thing. Yeah. Well, I've we looked... will appreciate some that I've got to talk about today because tonight because they are. To me, they're ancient, but to you, they're they're not. I that know old. you messaged me like I got some old movies from 1990. I was like, dude, that's not old. I was like, well, old I feel is like old. before the. I mean, I look, read... sorry, go on. go on. No, no, you go. <laughs> when I see that you know they were made in 1993, and I was like, wow, I was two. That is old, James. That yeah. is old. But you know, like it was in color. I'm no, no spring was... chicken, but yeah, true. It was in. Think, do you remember? Sorry, I'm going off track here, but do you remember? It. Do you remember HR Puffin stuff? Have you ever yeah. seen it with Witchy Poo? Yeah, Witchy Poo. He's a, he's the, he's your friend when things get rough. Yes, HR. Oh, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, that was brilliant. How old is that? Because that's probably the only 70s? one. Seventies. Yeah. Wow, that's gross. That's creepy. But How um, dare. yeah, no. That was that was quality. That's that. Uh, I wonder if they were on something when they made that because that is oh, hundred percent. Sid and Marty Croft. Weird. They did um, they did Land of the Lost. They did Walls of Gummidge. Oh. They did all sorts of like weird like puppetry oriented children like, shows. What the yeah. hell was HR Puffin stuff? What he's is a dragon. That? He's the good luck dragon. <laughs> I love how you like. Don't be silly as a dragon. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I sure. wouldn't have had a clue. But I've always wanted to dress up as that if there is, was ever a dress-up party that I could go to. It's always been HR Puff and stuff. But anyway, that's but, just um, a Well, you just – I don't know if that's strange <laughs> than what you said before, but it's very strange. Um, so if that you don't like anything, and we, we, we will start talking about your history with movies in a moment, your bizarre <laughs> history with movies. Um, but if you don't like anything pre-90s except for HR Puff and stuff, 
Um, where do you sit on things like Willy Wonka or, or Wizard of Oz? Like, do you go back and watch them or are they too okay. old for you? You've got me there because I forgot about those existing because they're so old, mm. but they are brilliant. Wizard of Oz, I absolutely loved. And I still remember. And that's that, a horror film. Oh my that goodness. Is brilliant. That is brilliant. And I remember that scene where Witchy Poo, what, no, that's, that's, she's out of hate and stuff. The witch out of, um, what did we just call it? Wizard of Oz, when yeah. her shoes, remember when the house lands on her and her feet get the shoes crinkle up under the house? Remember yep. that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, iconic. She's got those candy cane is, tights on. Uh, yes, and the red shoes. I remember when I saw that and I was like, oh, this is creepy as, and I mm-hmm. loved it. Flying and, um, monkeys. Yeah, and that, that music, dun, 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 when she's on her Yes, breast. oh, okay, yeah, so you're yeah. dropping great. That's a good needle yes. drop to grab. That's um, a good one, isn't it? So, um, yeah, that that's brilliant. And Willy Wonka, now, man, that is another just, horror film. That's just another one where I think they might have been on something to some extent because, like, what the hell was he doing in bed all the time? Like, that is just like he was always, <laughs> he, was always in, he was always in bed, and that just cracked me up. But um, that's me, are, man. I relate to to Grandpa Joe so much. I'm like, he just wants to chill out in bed all day and just eat <laughs> snacks with his no, wife. No, why? Like, as that's I, great. As I've told you, I've got a pretty bad memory with storylines of movies. Like I, I will love them, but I'll forget exactly what they entirely are about. Why was he always in bed? Why? What was that about? The idea was that they were so old. Um, <laughs> no, look, I'm not even kidding. Look, I, I, it's been a long time since I've read the book, and the book goes into a lot more detail. But from what I understand, the grandparents were so old and sickly that the parents, so Charlie Bucket's parents, had to. <laughs> basically look after them and Charlie Bucket's dad, I can't remember what his job was, but his mum was like a, like a, um, she did like laundry and stuff like that. And so yeah. like both his parents and his, um, and his dad, so both his parents, grand, so all of his grandparents lived in the same house. So like mum's parents and dad's parents lived in the same house, <laughs> shared the same bed and had the Aww. same names. Cause it was grandpa Joe and grandpa and grandma Josephine and grandpa okay. George and grandma Georgina. I couldn't remember any of this. Yeah, wow. I have a knack for the unimportant stuff. Um, I only remember certain scenes out of it, like the little girl that was always being greedy and she ate that thing and didn't she, like, blow up or something? Violet Beauregard by Gum It's Gum and then she eats the gum and turns to a giant blueberry. Yes, and then, like, when they're – oh, it's kind of gross. They're in that, like, air bubble. They've got a burp to come down from that. The fizzy lifting drinks, yeah. Why, for some reason, they're like the two main things that I remember. I remember being like, oh, my God, that's And Augustus Gloop getting caught in the chocolate pipe. Yes, that's right. Oh, wow. And Veruca Salt getting uh, – oh, she was a bad God. egg and she went down the egg chute. Um, well, that's – it's kind of – it was sort of a bit cre- – like, yeah, what would you say – what genre was that movie, if I'm using the right word? Oh, uh, you are. You are. Well done. Um, it Thank is – um, <laughs> listen to that snobbery coming out. I'm just like, yes, well done. Genre. Use the right word. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, um, it uh, it's a kids film. It's like um, an adventure film, but it's definitely like the beauty of that's and that's why I like old films, and that's why I'm like you're missing out because old films there's no they don't care. They're just like let's just make it scary. Like even old Disney films. If you watch like Sleeping Beauty, I watched Sleeping Beauty for the first time, the animated one from the fifties, um, about five yeah, years you, ago. You just remind me of something. Yeah, and I was going. like, oh my god, like this is terrifying. Like it's so yes. scary. I don't um, think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen it. It's a, the only thing that doesn't hold up because be, it's the artwork is beautiful and the, the story is great and the it, visually it's stunning, but um, 
the woman who voices Aurora, Sleeping Beauty, um, sounds like she's about 70 years old and she's meant to be this young, beautiful princess. And that would actually a very, a very deep voice. She's like she's been a, or maybe she's been a smoker or something her whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. She's been, you know, hitting two packs a day she's, or something. She just needs to lay off the smokes. You know what you reminded me of, though? And this, I hope you've seen it because it's a classic and you'll be proud of me for this because it is ancient. Snow White. I'm talking the original Snow the White. Fir- the very first Disney film? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I think I might have heard of that one once or twice. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, that's about, you know, but look, could I watch them again anytime soon? Never. Because yes, they're all I dead. Will. All the actresses and actors are dead. Yeah, so all be, exactly. That's right. That just crosses them off the list. So they're weird. Dead. They're dead and it's past 1990. Sorry. It's I never dead. knew that about you. Now that I – like, so could you go back and watch Willy Wonka now? No, I couldn't. Because Willy Wonka's it's, dead. Yeah, yeah, it's just – Did you know that? Willy Wonka died a few years ago? That would well, break your heart. Well, I'd assume so because – Going by how old that movie is, and he was an old guy in it, so no, he was. Um, he was. I think. His, I think he's in his thirties in that movie. Like, but people look old back oh, then. Oh, so. true. He wasn't. No, I was actually picturing him far older than he was when he was in that movie. But I didn't know he died just recently. But I like. Isn't like in the last five six years? I think Gene Wilder um, mm. is a wonderful actor. Like I assumed he was dead, but I didn't think it was recently. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not even going to look up. He's dead. I'm not even um, going to look it up because it's – So you can't already... obviously watch – you can't watch Wizard of Oz then because they're all dead. Well, I actually tried to tell – my husband hasn't seen The Wizard of Oz, which blows my mind because mm. I feel like – I felt like it's just a movie everyone in the world has seen. But he has not seen it and I would love him to see it. So that's about the only time I'd, I'd watch it to, if he would look at it. But he said, I'm not watching that. So – that goes that idea. So really, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, but when you have kids, you might. Oh, look, if they're lucky, if if they're not as they don't have as the problems that I have with old movies, then maybe. But we'll have to see. Mm. Sorry, I thought my daughter woke up for a second. No, that's um, all right. I, I heard a you noise. Need to go on her. No, because my wife's out there. But I don't know if she's singing. I don't know if she's talking to herself or whether my daughter. Would... Oh, you can totally pause me if you need to. No, nah, I think it's okay because I can hear like because my wife's baking um the birthday cake at the moment. Oh, um, sweet. So she, yeah, my wife's doing all the chores and I'm like I'm making a show. Um, I wish I could do that. My that's... poor kid, I'm gonna have to buy any cake for when I have a child because I yeah it would be a disaster if I made it. it would... Oh my god, it's like I'm not even kidding. It's so easy. I was never a baker and then like. I wasn't a lockdown baker, but I would just like I was. It, I think I started baking less to do with it being locked down and more to do with, well, between eight pm and three am, I've got nothing to do, so let's figure some <laughs> stuff out. Um, well, why not? And obviously, this won't. You know, you won't be able to do this because it's not a vegan recipe. Um, three ingredient brownies: it's Nutella, flour, and eggs, and it's just like. Oh, wow. And you could cook it in the yeah. microwave. It was just like whoa. Um, yeah. Well, why not? And then you know you've got. It's yeah, you can use it over the if you if you're making your own food as well, you get so much more out of it. I've got to stop wasting money on buying different meals every single day, pretty much. But anyway, I'll learn but, uh, one day. Yeah. So and like when you have a, again, like when you have a kid, cause I, and I'm not saying like when you have a kid because you should because you're a woman. Like you and I were talking off of mic before. <laughs> you were talking about your plans. At some point, you would like to have a child. So yes, I'm not like just for people like why no, no, just no. have children. Um, one thing I found is my daughter is obsessed with baking, and so like once I became the pri- once I became the primary caregiver, I was like, "Well, we're going to bake every week, pretty much." So we'll like 
make cakes and stuff. My background on my work computer is actually her holding up a cake that we made together. So, well, it's an awesome uh, skill to have because, yeah, especially with a child, you're gonna to be able to cook is going to come in and cook and bake will be very handy. So I should start practicing. I think it's also good for her to see like a man, like, like not and again, like that's that is not true. Even, no, I understand like what a, you're saying. Like a, like a yeah. dad contribute, like do the cooking and stuff like that, not just that's work it. and then come home on TV. So. Aren't you just a great dad? No, I agree completely. That's a pretty good goddamn brilliant, but you know. Bloody brilliant. All right. Bloody brilliant, guys. Um, brilliant. <laughs> well, look, we got very sidetracked very early on, but I love we it. Did. We're talking about it. baking now. <laughs> oh, shut up and talk about movies. You've been gone for two weeks and you brought you bring bake off. We don't care. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so I don't know this about you because even though we've been talking, I would say pretty much nonstop for the last three years. I wouldn't say every day, but I would say every week just about we talk. Quite a bit. We've checked in here and there for sure. Yeah, every now and then. I'm just like, mm. leave me alone. Um, well, we have kidding. had a few. I feel like there's been some stints where we haven't spoken for, yeah, a couple of oh, weeks. Oh, you know, like, life happens, you know, life happens. Yeah, that's it. It's just, you know, I feel like, okay, fine, you don't want to be friends. But no, I'm joking. Yeah, I was like, please leave. How dare you have um, a life, James? How yeah. dare you? Um, but one thing I don't know about you is where it all begins. So, like, in terms of movies – um, have you been a lifelong movie fan? Is it something you kind of discovered when you're a teenager in your twenties or like, where does it all, did someone show you movies? Like how did it all begin for you? Well, I would say lifelong, like as a kid, naturally it, it's just something I enjoyed doing. And it, I think before movies, it was more, I would get home, you know, from whatever I was doing school, kinder, whatever. I'm not good at remembering what age I would have been, but I would love to get home and put cartoons on and that, that sort of then went from cartoons into movies, but I used to love there was a show on ABC, I think that's what I was watching, and it was like about spooky and scary tales. It was like a really short Are you segment. afraid of the dark? Yeah, it could have been something. Is that what you're saying it could have been called? You're not asking. Yeah, yeah right. no, I wasn't asking <laughs> if you're afraid of the dark. <laughs> I was like, before I go down the wrong path here, that could be what it was called. You're like, and how was, dare you? I was in my 30s. Like, like yes, I'm really, afraid of the dark. I really don't want to have to tell the public this, but yes. Yes, <laughs> no. it's scary. Why don't just leave the lights on? It's not that difficult. Yeah, we have to sleep with the lights on. We have electricity on. now. It's not like it's just fire, guys. We can leave the lights on. Um, That's it. No, so I'm not – I can't be sure what it was called, but it was – yeah, like I'm, I'm a 90s kid, so it was whatever was on then if you did watch ABC. And so that sort of got me hooked on that, you know, oh, suspenseful – I just love the creepy tales. Mm. Anyway, so I used to watch – You a are a big horror person. I think I, I think I did say um, at the start that this kind of we wanted, but like – Whenever we talk about movies, 90 percent of the time it is horror driven. It's very it rare is, for you yeah. to kind of stray outside. I mean, I know you mentioned like, That's oh, it. you know, my husband's showing me Marvel and stuff, but you don't really stray out of horror, which is not a bad thing. But, mm, um, but I am working on changing it. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You, I wish you luck, but look, I have like, if it's not a horror, I want a really good comedy sort of thing. So one extreme to the other. But yeah, so comedy is difficult. Be... Sorry to interrupt yeah, you, no, but it no, is no, my no. show. Um, no, it's okay. I know. I, I could talk underwater, guys. I, I do apologize. I the problem I have, the problem with comedy, I think comedy and horror are on the same spectrum. Like they mm -hmm. are, you're right, they are polar opposites, but they elicit the same response. And the difference is, I think horror works really well whether you're in an audience or by yourself. But I find comedy really struggles to work unless you're in an audience. I find that, like, unless it's really funny, I probably won't laugh if I'm watching it alone. And I might like the film, but I don't know. Do you find you laugh out loud a lot yeah, on your own? Or? Really true. No, that makes sense because that, yeah, I've experienced that. If I've watched something on my own, I won't laugh. But if I'm with my husband, we'll both have a bit of a laugh. Like, yeah, 100%. But there are, a, there are a couple of exceptions. Like I'm not saying like it's impossible, but I do find mm -hmm. like 
Um, especially as I get older. Yeah, you, you bounce off someone else when when they might find it a bit funny. It yeah. does help. No, hundred percent. Anyway, you were going. You were talking, but I interrupted you because I wanted to sound very smart and make my point. No, about you comedy, need, so. trust me. You need to interrupt me. But I um yeah. So basically, went from that, and then I discovered, you know, whatever age it was, that the video shop, and I was yes. very lucky. My parents would spoil me with going to the video shop, so that was like going to heaven. That was one of my favourite things to do. To walk do you still remember where your video store was? Yes, it was. It was in Gisborne, and it was was it. Called? That's right. You grew up in the country. For yeah, those yeah. listening outside of um, Victoria or Australia, because we have international mm-hmm. listeners, um, yeah, Gisborne. I, I'm very very familiar with Gisborne because yes. when I was a teenager, my dad actually um, was the caterer at the golf club in Gisborne. So. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Yeah. So we um. So I was up there every weekend, just about. And do you know um, where that video shot was? Do you remember? It's not there. Obviously, it's not there anymore. But do you remember? So disappointing. Where it... Um, I don't. Oh. Don't think I went to. The, I wouldn't have gone. Oh no, I did. I did because <laughs> we would. I would bring my PlayStation up to because I didn't because we would bring us up to work, but we didn't work. We just sat in the what back for seven world. hours. So I would bring I the PlayStation up, and then I'd rent DVDs and watch them in the back. It was the first time – actually, I can tell you, the first time I watched Batman Forever was at Gisborne Golf Club, renting from the local video store. That's insane. What a small world. Here we are thinking we met at McDonald's when, for all I know, you could have been standing in that video shop while I was standing in that video shop as well. Possibly. That is, that's crazy. Well, I, I, yeah, like I grew up in Mount Macedon, so that was, the lo- that was like the local town to go to for a long time to get videos. And then mm. I think eventually – there, no, Wooden was another one, but no, Gisborne was the very main one. And, yeah, so I would go there and, yeah, just go, you know, it was, like I said, it was amazing. And nothing beats that. I know it's, it's so great having things That's online, true. right at your fingertips, but to go to the video shop and be able to look at the covers and it was just so exciting. So. And it's going to um, like a JB Hi-Fi is not the same thing. No, it's not, is it? It's, it's not really the not. same thing. It should be. In theory, it should be because you're doing the same. Actually, and I didn't even go to JB that the much anymore. The whole vibe is different, isn't it? It's because it's yeah. so modern and, like, they're, they're not just on their stock shelves everywhere. The video shop was only four videos and, it you was, know. Every shelf was packed and there was only one copy of everything unless it was a new release. And, like, especially, and again, like, those movies that you hate that came out before the 90s had the best artwork. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember, and I worked in a video store. My first job ever was in a video store. And I actually worked I in two. I work one. That would have been awesome. It was the best job ever. I worked in two video stores, and mm-hmm. I would just sit in the horror section and, just like, look at the Nightmare on Elm Street covers because they were, and the yeah. Friday the 13th covers because they were the best VHS covers you could get. Like, the hockey mask, obviously, for Jason, and then, like, all the cool, like, kind of dissected eyeball and brain drawings of freddy krueger was so cool yeah, wow well, what what years are they because i did watch a freddy verse no yeah freddy vs. jason is 2003 um yeah I was say, that's not that yeah yeah but or most of their movies were started in the 80s they started were both in, created yeah. in the 80s freddy um, krueger was very old yeah yeah i think yeah, jason yeah. is 80 1980 although technically jason isn't in the first one spoiler alert for a 40 year old movie um but jason isn't in the first friday the 13th until the very end it's his mum double spoiler alert um and nightmare on elm street i want to say is 82 no 84 i think it's it is so good at the i wouldn't have a clue off the top of my head what year any movie was released so this is all i do man like i you know i don't remember anything else important like it's just this <laughs> and this yeah, isn't even important no but you are right there like going into the video shop was something else you can't there's nothing that compares to it anymore but yep. um 
Yeah, no. Um, so basically, what do you want to hear? What kind of movies I was into when I was going to? That oh, yeah. This is this is your barbecue, man. So like, well, um, so you obviously so you, well, I'll, I'll guide it for. You. I'll help you a little bit if you like. Yeah, help um, me out here, James. You yeah, what a terrible you. host. Just, just. just you know how nervous I am. I'm sitting here trying. I wasn't going to say anything until the end about you being nervous. <laughs> you made that comment yourself. <laughs> I'm just putting um, that out there, everyone. I'll be honest. Very people good. listening are like, yeah, okay, she's nervous. She hasn't shut up since she started. Like. <laughs> That, that's part of the nervousness, yeah. I can true. say that because we're pals. Um, I'll tell uh, you off <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You'll message me, hey, I'm, I'm out of here. Really didn't um, appreciate that, James. <laughs> so the video store, was that driven by your mom or your dad? Like who was the one who was like, hey, Jess, let's go to the, movies. Let's go to the video store. Let's get Sorry, some movies. Dad, like, look, they would both do it, but it was always dad. Like, I, would, I feel like I would go more often with dad. And yeah. like, being a, I like, think it's he, a real dad thing because my dad was is, the same, yeah. And he is a legend. My dad, he's one of my best friends. So is my mum. They're amazing. But you know what? So I'm so glad. They were a little bit like it's hilarious the things they would let me rent from that video shop. Like, you, you, your average parent, there is no way they would let you do it. Like they'd be like, no, you, but dad would be like, oh, yep, yep, okay, what'd you get? And I'd be like, oh, I just got Chucky, you know, and I'd mm. be like this tiny little young kid. Chucky, I don't know what the first one, that would have been 19 what? It's 19, 1990. Uh, yeah, so I was watching that. I'm pretty though. sure, like this point, because I'm not the biggest Chucky fan, so I'm sure there's a Chucky fan listening to me like, hey, idiot, well, it was 1991. Um, no, but I think yeah. it was 1990. So I used to get things like Chucky and you know what, um, oh, that was, you know what, Chucky is, that had quite a lot of humour to it. That's actually quite funny. Yeah. In it. And I used to understand that humour as a young kid, which I'm surprised about, but I, I used to find it hilarious. I used to crack up to Chucky. Did you but, watch um, the, um, the, re- the recent remake, the one that came out a couple of years ago? I think I watched bits of it. If it is the one I'm thinking of, and, and he, I've he was like high tech. He was like kind of he was like high tech, and he could like connect to things with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and stuff. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, no, I was bagging something that I haven't seen. There was actually a TV series of Chucky as well. Mm. It was on Nine Nine now for a little while, and that was actually cool. But um, I think they're yeah, still going. I think they're up to season three. I think it's still going. It is. I need to check that out. But um, you know another one that I've got here on my list that was. From the video shop, um, Stephen King's It. So now, I didn't see that one until I was in my 20s. Um, but ooh. I know my um, – James, that actually shocks me. Well, you have to understand, whilst your parents were free-loving hippies who would let you watch whatever they wanted, <laughs> no, right. my, my parents were very strict. Um, I didn't watch a horror film until I was in, in my teens, and I was so terrified to watch it. And, like, it wasn't even scary. The first thing I ever watched was um, – the Faculty, which is a wonderful film from the 90s. But, um, yeah. oh, it's really cool. Um, directed by Robert Rodriguez, who did um, Machete and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico and, and Spy Kids um, and no, Sin yeah, City. I, think, I can just go yeah. through all these movies. Um, but, yeah, I just wasn't – I was very sheltered. I wasn't allowed to watch anything with violence or swearing. Um, so I didn't really watch very, action films or horror films. That's good parenting as well. And I'm not saying my parents – Weren't oh no! Like I mean, look, look. I understand. I get away with all of those choices, and I I look back now and I'm like, wow, would I let my kid watch that? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I understand where they're coming from, but I would also argue that my obsession with violence and cursing has come from not being allowed to do to be exposed to it as a young child. So, oh um, god. Like my mm-hmm. decision now. It's funny you talk about what you let your child look at. Like I have conversations with my wife regularly. I'm like, look, I'm not saying she needs to start watching. You know scream tomorrow but i'm probably gonna gonna let her watch stuff before she is you know before she's ready like i'm gonna expose the horror stuff yeah this this day and age i feel like 
kids are watching what you know that kind of stuff earlier as well but back Mm. when I was watching it it was sort of unheard of like if I went to school oh no not at all everyone I went to school with I was the odd one out everyone was doing it it was the opposite for me that no everyone would be like oh no you and I got enrolled at the wrong schools I was meant to go to your school and you went to go to my school with all the cool kids I had a ball there I definitely wouldn't have learned a thing not that I probably learned a whole lot anyway but that would have been it just would have been all about horror movies that would have been amazing but, um, yes. um, nice one. And so do your, do you like, I'm trying to think how to phrase it. I don't know if I talked about it on the show yet. I was working on a project, which I kind of abandoned for the time being, but I was talking about like the gift of film and this is very wanky. So I apologize because it's going to get a bit pretentious now, but like no. I talk about okay. film being a gift. And what I mean by it is when I was a child, my dad would show me movies and I was like, and I wouldn't necessarily get it straight away, mm-hmm. but over time it would mean more and more to me. And I found out, like, I was like, so for example, my dad showed me a movie called The Blues Brothers from the 80s. You'll hate it because from the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to ring that bell every single time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not did, anyone, say, anyone, did anyone die in it? Because then. Yeah, yeah. The, the, lead, oh, actors, then... Like, the lead actor died of a drug overdose um, in the yeah. 80s. But um he kind of sh- he kind of gave that to me as a gift. He was like, hey, you should watch this. I really like it. I think you'll like it as well. And it's the idea of kind of like gifting a piece of your personality. Yeah, um, that's beautiful. That's a nice and I was And so I guess, so like whenever it happens, like that's why I get so obsessed with writing lists for people and curating and recommending things. I'm like, what a cool little personal gift to be like, hey, I had nothing to do with this, but I dug it. And knowing you, I think you'll dig it too. So mm. I guess the, this is a long way of asking, like, do you have anything like that? Was there anyone kind of anything but, that in your family where your dad was like, hey, you need to check this out? I so know it doesn't seem like your kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, did anyone influence a certain movie or a certain yeah, oh, that's, that's a that's a less wanky way to ask it. Yeah, no, no. That. <laughs> that sounded really rude by me. I'm like, so no, no, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Okay. I, the reason I ask that way is because my brain can be very easily confused. Um, it's also no, quite I'm, late. People should understand. Like we started late um, or late yeah, than planned, and we talked for about half an hour before we recorded. So, and I'm like a small child or a baby that needs to be put to sleep by like seven thirty. So my brain's working overtime right now. But um, no, a hundred percent. And I was actually hoping that I did get to discuss that because. So that you've asked a person, perfect question. My uncle, my, job. my uncle got me into like, so when I say into horror movies, I already loved them as a kid naturally, but then he really drove that. Like he, he was the one that actually went, took me to the video shop. And I think, yeah, it was, it was Stephen King's it that he got, Took home you mentioned and was, that and we got away from a good work. You brought it back. Well done. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. And that, so he it was that one that he, yeah, that he introduced me to. And there was something else. And I remember, um, yeah, so he really, he knew how much I loved them. So he would always, whenever I'd st- spend a night at my uncle's and aunties, he would take me to the video shop and yeah, I'd go straight to the horror section. So yeah, he did play a big influence in in keeping that sort of love for horror going because he'd always buy me little, like, you know, for my birthday, witchy-poo things, like scary <laughs> gifts. So, but, yeah, and also the other person that, well, not so much influence, I suppose, but I watched a lot of movies with my cousin. So, mm-hmm. and he was right into the Freddy and Jason kind of movies, which I actually saw at the cinemas with him, the 2003 one, did you say? Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. So, yeah, they were two people. Obviously, Dad would watch. Dad used to love Chucky with me, so they're probably the three main people: mm. my uncle, my dad, and my cousin. So, 
yeah, well, you know, I can't really say influenced, but had a big part of watching mm. movies with me as, as in my childhood. So, yeah. Nice. And dad still will. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I've texted you like during the day before. You're like, I'm just watching a movie with my dad. I'm yes, watching a horror film with my dad. Um, so cute. And he'll, he does love horrors, but he'll, you know, he'll be like, why don't, why don't you put something on? And he'll just, the poor thing, he's probably just pretending, but he'll watch whatever I put on. So this is a question I very rarely get to ask unless it's Halloween normally because most, as I said, most of my listeners, sorry, most of my guests don't like horror. Um, not that they don't like horror, but it's not their, their forte. Not, what yeah. is it about horror for you? Like what attracts you, attracted you to it and what keeps you going back to horror? Well, that's a good question because I'm glad you asked that as well because I don't want people to think, whoa, does she just love blood and gore? And it, it's not hey, that that's, at all. By the way, that's a perfectly acceptable answer. Like if you like, if people like seeing like, Oh, well, true. I'm Naked not bagging teenagers in, in yeah. sex comedies <laughs> or seeing fast cars do flips in Fast and the Furious movies or superheroes punching each other. Why is blood and guts not an acceptable answer? So it that's is an acceptable true. answer. That is true. But that is not like, that's not my thing. It's more just, I love that, that, I actually love that feeling of being scared watching mm. a movie. Like, I love that. Like, I, and that's what annoys me so much with today. I, I can't seem to find, well, there is a movie that I will speak about that did it to me, but not many will do that for me lately. So I'm struggling to find one where I'm really actually like shitting myself watching it. But that's what I enjoy the most about them. The suspense, wondering what's going to happen. Are they under the bed? Are they in the cupboard? Do you know what I mean? Like mm, that. Sorry, I'm smiling. I'm starting to laugh. And <laughs> they wouldn't be out of here. But the reason is um, I posted about watching it chapter one recently and you sent me a message and I feel like it was just two words, which was just not scary. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. I did too, and you and you. I think I yeah. got I got a little bit defensive. I was like, well, actually, uh, if you think yeah, about it, there are some quite scary moments. <laughs> yeah, oh, when I yeah, I need to word things. I was yeah, I just blurted it out. I was like, yeah, not because I think you said it was spook another spooky one. And I was like, James, no, it's not. But then I've got to remember, everyone is different, and there might not be a psycho like me with my movies. Well, but, the um, thing the thing is, yes, like you're from what I said, you're very desensitized, and you one things are going to terrify. <laughs> I'm, yes. and maybe you'll deal, maybe you'll get, I don't know whether it'll take, I don't know whether it's becoming a parent that changed me or whether it's just now that I'm middle-aged, um, because I learned that this year, I'm middle-aged now. Um, no, I'm joining is, that club. I, think I, am I was really scared of horror films as a teenager. And then over time I became kind of, um, in, desensitized and I wasn't scared and I wasn't scared and I wasn't scared. And now things are starting to scare me again. Um, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not necessarily like, oh, I can't watch it with the lights out. There, there are definitely some. Um, yeah. or, like, or there are others like Evil Dead Rise, which I thought was going to be terrifying and it actually um, was a lot Yeah, tam- that's, lot tam- I haven't seen that yet. Mm. Like it's cool. Like it's a great movie and there's a lot of fun I in think it. I like just, it. If you're looking to get scared, probably not. Um, no, yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but it's still cool. It's still definitely worth a watch. Um, but yeah. then like I'm also finding other things scary now. So like um, – I'm trying to think. Well, like, okay, well, like using it as an example, because I agree. Oh, that's okay. We have a, a guest walking through the room. You taking my pillows away? Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, do you want a hand doing that? This is riveting podcasting. Um, <laughs> I've already talked about the fact that we're, um, it's Zoe's birthday tomorrow. My wife is getting wrapping paper to wrap presents. I know, you're amazing. I and need- as, I, as I said before, she's doing the jobs and I'm hosting a show. Um, anyway, so it, sorry. Uh, so it, whilst I agree with you, it's not super jump scary or suspenseful. Um, 
by my standards. Um, I think part is this, two. Is actually, this, evil, this is Evil Dead Rise you're talking about? No, it. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm jumping back to it. it. Sorry, we're back to yeah. it. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, I think it part two has some decent jump scares, especially the old woman that's in the house. Right. That's the one that I was saying wasn't wasn't spooky, but it, I do get what you mean. It's got it's got some pretty eerie bits in it. Um, but the first it, whilst it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make me jump or anything like that. I think it does have some creepy moments. Like the whole opening scene with Georgie is terrifying. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying but as a parent and terrifying just because oh, I never thought I'd watch a movie where a monster bites a child's arm off. That is true. So that is, and that is, yeah, that is quite disturbing. I know what you mean. Like, yeah, there's, and that's the thing. Some movies, it's hard to, the word scary can it really, it can, it works in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. A lot of, mm. and I went it. through what you're going through now, and I was, I went through for a long time, it was part of my snobbiness. And I'm not saying you're a snob, but like for me, I was just like, not scary. And then like it just took watching different kinds of films and expose myself to more things and then just kind of like reading deeper into them. I was like, oh, okay. So it didn't make me jump and it didn't make me have nightmares, but that is scary. Yeah. Like there are, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, you've got to sort of just – I've got to stop going into them looking really hard for a certain vibe off it and then I'll probably enjoy them more. You know what I mean? I, I think – sorry, Jess, I think you're touching your microphone. Um, oh, just, there's, a, there's a bit of like oh, scraping in the background. So I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. This is what it sounded like. It's like, like yeah, a few seconds. I, I, I don't know. I've, I just put, repositioned the laptop on my lap. And That'll I be touched, it. That's why. So I do apologize. Oh, it's on your lap. Um, you're not yeah, at a desk well, or anything. No, I, I just really um, made myself look unprofessional then. I mean, no, I just straightened it up on the desk <laughs> that I'm sitting at. <laughs> Oh, whenever I record a show with my wife, we record it in bed. Don't stress. Like, it's oh, all thank good. God. Yeah, I was actually going to sit up at the table and I was like, no, I, because I was, as you know, very nervous. I was like, no, no, you need to get into the zone, sit, relax on a couch. Yes. So okay. that's what we did. Um, Alrighty. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I think we should jump into your list. I think we should start oh, wow. talking about your movies. So oh, you God, brought, so now I did see your list. Um, I can't remember anything on them. Um, I mean, if I think about it really hard, I probably will remember, but I'm going to try and keep myself detached until we start talking about them. You yeah, brought five, five movies, from what I understand, and I think most of them are horror. Um, we, I didn't ask you if you top five horror – I don't think – did I ask you for horror films or just ask you if you top five favourites? No, just top five favourites. But they're all pretty much horror, <laughs> which pretty is good. Well, you'll be surprised. There, uh, there are ones in there that, like, they're – they're not horror, but they're they're meant to be kind of on the creepy side. But they're definitely not, you know, all horror. But anyway, not horror by your standards. And I and I put I put a random one in there that's totally different from them all, which you'll be proud of. Excellent. So, um, yes. And Would do you, you like did you have any um, honourable mentions, or is it just the five we've got to talk about? What do you mean by that? Sorry, James. Remember, it's me, my little brain. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so obviously you put your top five, but were there any other movies where you're like, hey, they almost made almost made the list, but they were not quite a top five one, and I oh, wanted to mention yes, that as well. Oh, yes, they did. Which one was it? So Beetlejuice was one of them. That mm, was great I movie. That's come up a lot on this show, especially yeah, when, I, when we did our '80s fo focus. Another movie before the '90s that you liked. That was great. I did like that a lot. Um, what else? And uh, Truth or Dare was another one that I absolutely. Oh, what a great loved. film! That was no, good. I don't know that. anyone who's seen Truth or Dare, but it's such a wonderful really? movie. Yeah. Mine. That's that to me was like I thought that was a huge hit. But you know no, what? That, no. That, that's um. There's another one that I don't even think you've seen it because I think I suggested it once to you and you hadn't, and I don't think you ever got around to checking it out. Was the Countdown movie, which gives me the same vibe. No, I haven't seen that one. 
That's really good. And that gives me the same vibe as like Truth or Dare. It's actually very similar in a way. So I want to jump back to Truth. I want to jump back to Truth or Dare because it's it's you can't get it in Australia. You I don't think you could ever get it in Australia on physical. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was such a limited release. Um, but if I remember correctly, it's Jeffrey Coombs who plays like a guy, like he's kind of like a billionaire who's doing like a games night. Um, they're gonna play a game of truth or dare, and it starts out quite innocent, and then like it has like deadly consequences. Yes. Um, Jeffrey Coombs, for those listening, was um the he was the reanimator. So there's a movie in the 80s called Reanimator. It was about a guy who found a way to kind of bring people back to life, but they were kind of like zombies. It's a really fun zombie film. Um, so Jeffrey Coombs played the you know, the the host, and um, I think I'm trying to think who was in it. Uh, I think June Squibb might be in it, which is really weird because she's not a horror actress at all and she's an old lady. But I think she was in it. And I think Sasha Gray, the adult film star, was in it. And I'm trying to think who else was in it. Uh, Brittany Snow, I think, who was recently in X. I think Brittany Snow was in it, if I remember correctly, as well. But it's a really fun film. Um, had me at the edge of my seat. Very, like, nail-biting, nerve-wracking when I watched it. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad. are you talking about – so? Is that the one that was released in 2000? And I just, I actually just jumped on Google because you know I don't know that off the top of my head. The Truth or Dare film from 2018? No, it's not. Are we talking about? That's what I was like. Hang on. We're talking about different films. But no, but the thing, the reason I asked that because they are about the same thing. You just spoke about what it's about. It's about playing a game of dares, and then it turns. No, do you know what it is? I think the movie I'm talking about is Would You Rather. But it sounds that's the only reason it's it is. Not- I'm talking about would you rather? <laughs> oh, James, serious. I was like, <laughs> I was like, do I? Don't I? But when you started reeling off the names, I was like, I don't know any of these people. What yeah. is he talking about? I was do wrong. You, do you know the truth or dare that I'm talking about? I'm, I haven't seen it, but I'm aware of it. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Listen, he hasn't. Now you haven't even seen it. Now I feel like an idiot. Uh, that's okay. I was thinking, yeah, Would You Rather, I think it's a similar premise. Would You Rather is wonderful. Truth or Dare did have a very large release in Australia. Yes, um, that's, that's true. But you, it's funny, though, what you just described did sound like what happened in Truth or Dare. In would You Rather is, I think, I mean, I haven't seen Truth or Dare, but Would You Rather is um very, um, uh, it's very, it gets very, not gruesome, but very implied gruesome. There's like, like they all get strapped to a table and the host oh, is like, would you, would you rather... Um, you know, stab stab the person next to you in the in the leg, or take a razor blade to your eyeball. Like, it's, oh my god! And what year is that movie from? 2012. Well, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to check that out because it's really I, good. But that's, that's yeah. a, this has actually worked quite well because you've just given me a good idea, and now you Truth or Dare, I think, had Lucy Hale, the girl from Pretty Little Lies. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm good. glad we discovered that. But I'm gonna as you're out. talking about, it, I'm like, oh. I know which one you're talking about, and I haven't seen that one. <laughs> it was Would You Rather. I just couldn't remember. What, I thought it was called Truth or Dare. No, um, well, I'm glad. That, I'm glad that happened because you just led me to a really good movie. I'll probably. Yeah, I might, good luck I'm trying not... to find it. I, it. I'm sure it's on digital. Um, but yeah, you can buy it in Australia. Yeah. Do you have? Do you have it? No, it's on my. Um, I've got it on one of my many websites to import, well, but I haven't um, bought it yet. So. Well, wish me luck. I'll try and find it. But yes, so they were the ones that didn't make the list, and I won't keep blabbing on. But there was another one that um, didn't make it. The the girl on the train, I think that's it. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have seen yeah, that one. That it came crazy. out, I think, six months after Gone Girl, and they're kind of quite yes, similar, the, and I preferred Gone right. Girl. Yeah, I loved Gone Girl. Yeah, well, Ben Affleck is amazing, so I do like that too. They, sure they were is. both there. 
But yes, well, would you want me to get started on this? What's actually on my list? Yeah, let's have a look at your list. So start with number five. What is number five on your list, Jess? Number five is Hocus Pocus. Now, Hocus Pocus. What a yeah. flick. And I just, I had to look. I really thought, mm, that's not really like a, you know, I, because it was one from my childhood that I absolutely loved. I had to put it on there because yeah, I, I wanted to do a bit of a bit of both this day and age and back in the day because you know. But um, yeah, I don't know if you know much about what that's about, but you know, I watched it for the first time uh, in the last five years. Um, so oh, really? seen, yeah, I, I didn't never caught it as a kid. Um, but it was until I was an adult, like well into my adulthood. But um, I remember mm-hmm. really digging it, and I remember it being my favourite Sarah Jessica Parker performance. Yes, same here. It's brilliant. And you know what? There is a Hocus Pocus 2. I've seen it. Yeah, it's not a remake. It is a follow-up kind of thing. And it's just as fun. I reckon it's just a really, yeah, it's a great movie. So um, I thought I I thought it was fun. I didn't hate it, but I don't I don't think it I didn't think it was as good as one. But I did think it was No, I I agree. That's the same as me. And I I don't I I thought is that because just when you were a kid, it was so wonderful at the time. But then I actually watched it again not long ago and I still agree, number one is better. My favorite although my favorite scene in the sequel I thought was very funny was when they go into the pharmacy. And they're like they see themselves on the camera. Yes. <laughs> like that was really funny. Yeah, that, that's in number two, isn't it? The, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no, that but, is funny. So tell me, I'm sure everyone listening has seen Hocus Pocus. I'm sure I was the last person in the world who hadn't seen it. But take us a bit through it. It's about these three witches um, who, yeah. if I remember correctly, were imprisoned in a book or something yes. for a while, and then they yeah. get released on this Halloween town. That's pretty much right. So basically, well, the movie starts off and it's telling you a story about how these three witches were practicing witchcraft and they were taking, they were actually taking the lives of children. So it actually is quite a, you know, got a creepy storyline. And they were doing that to get to be youthful and live longer lives themselves. Anyway, they were caught for doing that and they were banished, right? Mm -hmm. That's the right word to use. That's right. Yes. Correct again, yay. Um, and they basically, yeah, so then it skips ahead in time 300 years later and the town's all modern and they're talking about it's Halloween and the, their, their memory lives on. And, you know, the talk of the town is about the, the Sanderson sisters. They were the witches. So basically um, the story goes on and these a brother and sister go into their house on this Halloween night and he lights the black flame candle, the brother does, and it brings the witches back. So, yeah, basically the story goes on about they've got a fight to stop them from taking the lives of children again, but it's just it's just good fun. So mm. my, my way of explaining what happens in movies is going to make no one want to watch them. But oh, you do a good job. <laughs> you really, you've really got to check this out. I have warned you. I'm, I'm more just one to go on about how I love them and not really be able to tell the story very well, but it's a great movie. And it's it's, it, some... it is great. You've got Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy yeah, as, as our three it. witches. Um, and yeah. then Doug Jones plays Billy – is it Butcherson? Billy Butcher? I think yeah, it's Butcherson. Yeah, it's the just... zombie corpse guy. Um, Doug Jones is like the world's best character actor. Like he's been in everything. He was um, – Is he the one that plays – is he the zombie one, is he? Yeah, he was the zombie guy. The in Hogan. Head, it? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He um he was Abe Sapien in Hellboy and he was the eyeball demon thing in Pan's Labyrinth. I did I did the hands even though no one can see it. Yeah, uh, he I was like the that. creature in the Shape of Water. Um, he's done a million different things. He's wonderful. Um, mm. yeah, so great great little flick. And what is it about Hocus Pocus that you like so much? Well, I think because like when like when I was a kid, it was on the like it wasn't scary, but it was 
along the lines of being spooky. So I enjoyed it. It was, and it made me truly, it was one of those movies that I, I believed in magic because of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, when you're a kid and you get so sucked into a movie and your imagination, it was just, I don't know. Like I just felt like, I felt like they were real. They were real witches. So mm. I just, I really enjoyed it. So ever since, because of how it made me feel as a kid, I've just always loved that movie. But um, nice. And I feel like there are a couple of flicks that came out around that time. And I'm going to run them by you and see your thoughts because mm-hmm. the 90s, um, especially the early 90s, was this wonderful period where they were making these kind of kid horror films. Um, yeah. So like Nightmare Before Christmas obviously came up. It might be on your list. I can't remember. So if it's on your yeah, list, yeah. we can. That, no, I can't believe I forgot that was going to be on there as well. That is yeah. amazing. Jack. So Nightmare Before Christmas, um, obviously a very creepy kids film. Um, mm-hmm. Adam's Family. Obviously, based oh, on the yes. the you know the the cartoon strip from the fifties and sixties, and, and then the TV show. That one. Mm. Um, and um, and Casper, obviously another one. So like, yeah. See, I, I, I wonder, crazy. like, you you kind of responded quite positively to Jack and to um to to Adam's family. So were they kind of in your in your watching cycle as a child as well, or were they kind yeah, of yeah, not, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's I'm actually surprised that I did cross that. There was a big. I was very stuck between choosing Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas because Nightmare Before Christmas is one that, from not not that many years ago, I would still actually put that on sometimes, mm. even though it's old, as like a bit of a tradition before it's Christmas. In the 90s, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's in the 90s, right? And I don't know if anyone's dead yet. So it still hasn't been ruined for me. But, um, yeah, I would always put it on and make everyone watch it and they go, mm. oh, not this again. But it was just it's, – it's something about it's just magical. And I also had Jack in my car for many years. When I turned 18, mm. my license, I had those little, like, toy figure in my car. Jack was just awesome. So My daughter likes Jack. Um, yeah, he's the, the best. Yeah, and she's like just... Jack for years. We, didn't, we never told her – we never taught her the phrase scary – um, she's picked it up somewhere, but we didn't teach her the word scary. So for the longest time, she didn't know what scary was. So even though it was really creepy, she's like, I like this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried not that to teach her fun. fear too early, but someone taught her. We don't know who. We we, we have ideas who, but it wasn't us. Oh, no. No, as long as oh. she still enjoys it. That is um, a great first flick. Uh, so, Jess, what is yeah. next? What is number four on your list? All right. Now, number four, I – I feel like this could be one that not a lot of people may have heard of or seen, but I hope so because to me it was like amazing. We're all nerds here, so probably, but we'll see. Well, Jawbreaker. Now, that I think was out in I, – I actually wrote this down. You'll probably know. I bet you you'll know. It was like I, 96 or, or 98 or something. Rose McGowan from no, Chance. Sorry. From what I saw, it was 1991. But that really? Be, actually, that doesn't sound right. Nah, Rose McGowan's yeah. in it. She was in Charmed. I would say yeah. late 90s. Definitely um, don't go over because I wouldn't have a clue. But that that was great. And I actually saw 99. that. 99. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think it could be 91. Um, Jawbreaker I saw in the cinemas. And from the moment it started, I was hooked. And I don't, have you have you seen it? No, I haven't seen Jawbreaker. Um, it's one I think I, if I – now, I could be wrong. Uh, so please tell me if I'm wrong because this was given yeah. – this description was given to me like in the late 90s, early 2000s. Apparently they accidentally kill someone by stuffing a jawbreaker yes. down their throat. Yes, please, oh, you've got to see it. Okay, so, so it's real. Okay. It yes. is real. I, I won't. I, like I said, I'm not very good at explaining the movies, but pretty much there's these there's a group of girls from school. They're the hot ones. They're the, the popular ones, and they go to. They're they're quite bitchy too. That's you know, typical high school. It's actually meant to be a teen mm. comedy or something. Anyway, so these these girls go to their girlfriend's house and. 
they gag that she's asleep in bed and they gag her with a jawbreaker. So like a, Mm. you know, lolly thing. And they put her in the boot of a car and they're actually trying to take her to surprise her for her birthday, but they didn't want her to be able to scream because they wanted to trick her into thinking she was being like kidnapped. Mm. Anyway, and it's, it's awesome. It's actually at the very start of the film. You see all, I feel like it's not long into it that this happens. And then they pull over at like a service station or something and they open the boot. And the first thing you see is this, this girl just lifeless and this jawbreaker in her throat. Mm. And I remember as a kid seeing that and I was like, Oh my god! This is so. This is crazy. It was. It made you sad. You're like because, you didn't realize it was a comedy. You're like, oh my god, this is yeah, terrifying. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's it's so misleading. I actually mm. think it's more on the um, like it's it's yeah, it's it's creepy. But anyway, mm. um, and yeah, so that happens, and pretty much yeah, it it makes you quite sad. But anyway, then another friend goes to call in on that. They try and cover it up. They put her body back in the bed kind of thing and someone actually catches them doing it so then they've got to try and keep someone quiet and the dramas just go on and on and on. But it's you've got to check it out. It's mm. really, really good. I know I've just given majority of what happens away. Oh, so, not at all. You've given me one plot point. We're all good. I know, um, I know. I don't go very far, but I mean like, you know, knowing that she dies is a bit of a giveaway, but it's good. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, again, it is a 30-year-old movie or 20-year-old movie and it did get spoiled for me in my – like before well, I was like, even a teenager. You so. did say you didn't know. You've got to watch it. And if you can mm. watch really old movies, then you'll enjoy this one. Yeah, so it sounds a bit it. like, and I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, but it sounds a little bit like um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, you know, it in as much. It is like that vibe. And you know which what? Which is a I great w- flick. I would love them to do a remake of it. They're doing really it. They're, they're doing it. A remake of Jawbreaker. Oh, sorry. No, I, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, um, you got me so excited then. Um, but, but yeah, Jawbreaker. I would like to see the remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer. That'd yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. are back. Like, they're coming back to do it do it again. So That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I had no yeah. idea. Um, yeah, so no, Jawbreaker, um, I, I haven't seen, but and it's going to be very hard to get now. Um, but that It does look like a comedy because the poster is almost identical to She's All That. So that's the other yeah, thing. Quite, yeah, I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't call it a comedy, but anyway. But that's just um, It does look like a comedy, but... Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, so I don't have much to say. And again, like I don't know anyone in my circle that's seen it. Um, that means that I haven't asked them about Jawbreaker. You're the first person to mention Jawbreaker yeah. on the podcast. Um, but hopefully, um, I'll be able to get my hands on. I'll see if it's on streaming. I wonder if Jawbreaker is currently. Oh, available. Yeah. What is it on? I looked it up the other day. I think it's on um, Apple Movies, but I don't like iTunes. I don't know if you. It's not on any of my streaming services. Let so. me see Jawbreaker. I'm sure you, can buy it. you can probably just yeah, it's on it's on iTunes, but you'd have to buy it. And to buy is four ninety nine, and to rent it is two ninety nine. So <laughs> that's a nice look that you've got going on. Yeah, I, so uh, I'm very fidgety, so that's why yeah, the the yeah. audience has no idea what you're talking about. But yes, it's just a hair clip, guys. So I put yes, put a hair clip in my hair. <laughs> All right, I need to stop talking about blabbing on about nothing. Would you like my number? Th- we're up to number three, aren't we? Yeah, we're almost halfway through already. We're blazing through this list. Mm. All right. Now, number three, this is where I tried to mix it up so I didn't look like a psycho that only watched horror. Or I mean, you've mentioned Hocus Pocus and Jawbreaker so far, so I don't think anyone's getting that impression, yeah. but sure. True, then. Here I am making out I'm hardcore horror and I come out with Hocus Guys, oh, I love it all. The most extreme stuff. Hocus Pocus, <laughs> Casper. <laughs> Adam's I love family, <laughs> monsters, like yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. Now this one is The Devil Wears Prada. Now I Yes, what a great flick. A brilliant movie. 
brilliant, brilliant. And I'm not, a, I've never really been an Anne, Anne Hathaway fan. Like, I don't, how dare I you? That. She's amazing. I've never really watched anything she's in, but she, Ooh, I love another drugs. I just watched in the last couple of weeks, and it is, it's incredible. Um, well, she's great. And she played Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises, and uh, she was oh, in uh, yeah. Brokeback Mountain. She's fantastic. Well, um, I had never had anything against her. It's just I felt like I hadn't seen her in many movies. Like, do you know what I mean? She's just someone that I haven't seen a lot of. But yeah. Meryl Streep is fantastic in that too. And sure I reckon, is. I think it's the best she's ever looked as a character. I, I actually love her character in that. I, I wish she really was like that. As, as Meryl Streep? Yeah. Like a monster night. person, <laughs> like the most horrible yeah. person you've ever met. I really liked her in it, and her, she just looked good. But anyway, um, and Emily Blunt, it was um, it probably was yeah. Emily Blunt's first role, but it was on her big American debuts, and now she's one of the biggest actresses in the world. Yeah, she's brilliant. She was she, she's really good in it. But um, I saw that movie on. I rented that one from the video store, and uh, I surprised my girlfriend at the time. It was the last girl I dated before my wife, um, and her mother wasn't supposed to know that we were dating. <laughs> and I went to their house with a copy of Devil Wears Prada and popcorn and thought oh, so I, and thought that I was keeping the secret covered. <laughs> but I don't think her mum was surprised. And I think she kind of figured out we were dating. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Devil Wears Prada is a, is a great flick. Simon Baker, I think, is in it? The, um, yes, Australian he is. He's, he's the Aussie, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful little flick. I haven't seen it since then. Um, not because I'm like, oh, my God, memories of an ex. Um, just – just haven't gone yeah, back to it, but it is a great little flick. Um, very fun. Happily watch time and time again. Not like back to front, but you know how there's certain movies back that you've front? seen it once and like you know what I mean. I won't you don't watch watch, it. You don't watch it in reverse and rewind. That's uh, that's advisable. <laughs> yeah, like, I choose not to put that one in rewind, but no, like no. You mean back I, to back? Back that's that's what I was after. Back. To, I don't watch it. Don't fun. watch it. I don't watch it. Don't watch it sitting on the couch backwards with my head, you know, facing away from the television. That's funny, as because I say that all the time. Like I've never used the correct way of saying it. This is why I ask: Am I saying it properly? Because yeah. I'll say. <laughs> Look, I found another clip for this week episode, so that's good. Jess doesn't back watch to, anything. Back to front. <laughs> back to front. And what was the other thing people. that I laughed at? I don't watch movies if people are dead. <laughs> Trust me, I feel like someone else out there could agree with that. Like it's creepy. I feel like it's just it's a thing of the past once they once they've died. I can't do it. I um I definitely I'm, like I, I I I'm conscious of it, but it doesn't stop me from watching. Like, I've been watching some Hitchcock stuff recently, and I'm like, well, everyone in this movie's dead. Oh well, let's Actually, see if it's any good. You know what? I've got another one for you. This is another reason why I can't really enjoy movies that are really old. Like even when they're from the 90s, because if I'm watching no, listen, you're going to love this. If I'm watching it midway and I Google, like, for example, I actually watched Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. a few, not long ago, right, and I Googled who the main character was that plays the little sister, mm-hmm. and when I saw who she is today, I was like, wow, I can't – it made me not want to watch it because it's just like – She grew up. like 40 now and it's just so weird I just, uh, hey guys yeah, guys you, i just i don't i don't want to alarm you but have you heard of this thing called time <laughs> but you know what i mean because it ruins it for me it's like no i want these characters to be real and you are now some 40 going on 50 year old woman that looks like she's lived in like like i don't know a pretty hectic life since she was on that movie <laughs> that's I, the beauty of it because the character the character me. doesn't age unless they do a sequel and the character ages up the character doesn't age the actor and actress will always will always get older and, and will eventually pass yeah. away but that character is immortal 
That's the yeah, beauty well, that, of film. I try and keep it that way, but I, it just, yeah, when I Googled her, it really, I need to stop doing that. But anyway, that's just another one that I thought you might like to know about. <laughs> yes, I'm very amused by your your confusion by time. Um, <laughs> um, back to Devil Wears Prada, can we just call out the the MVP, the best, I think the best character in that role is Stanley Tucci's role. The designer, the guy, the bald oh, guy? Oh, yes, the bald guy with the mm-hmm. glasses. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. everything as well. He's wonderful. He is great. What else is he in that I uh, He was in The Hunger Games. He was in oh, – he's in everything. Like – he, he does play a really good role in that. And I feel so sorry for him when he doesn't get the job that he thought he was going to get. It's sad. Yeah. He's going to the job and Meryl Streep doesn't give it to him. You're not going to Paris. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if you ever watched um, The Office, but there's a whole oh, like joke in The Office brilliant. where Michael Scott is behaving like Meryl Streep for a week because he thinks she's the hero of the movie. And then he finds out she's the bad guy and he thinks it's a twist ending. Um, anyway. I'm just no, I, 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 I've seen The Office and I love it, but I don't know enough about it. Like, I can't remember. It's been a long time. And I always, I think when anyone brings up The Office, I always ask if they've seen Little Britain. But mm. I don't know why they're probably. Are you talking about the American office or the British office? I'm talking about the British office. Oh, I that's like... why. That's what I'm referencing the American office. But they're both. Oh, well, there we go. We're on different pages. But I like to. I just think British comedy. I just think they're funny as in that. But anyway. Oh, I agree. I definitely agree. Yes. Um, excellent. Devil Wears Prada. Um, I've got to rewatch that flick now. Well, watch it again. Watch it again. I'll oh, yeah. I'm, sure. I'm just waiting for a thrift shop copy. I'm getting really obsessed with thrifting at the moment, so I won't buy brand new Blu-rays. I'll go to, like, cash converters and buy them all up cheap. Well, um, why not? They're in great condition, so it's been a fun little hobby. Yeah, um, that is. Like all righty, Jess, what is number two on your screen? Just, we're killing it. We're just... Oh, yeah, we are at number two. Gee whiz. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Number Gee two. Gee whiz. Wow. Gee whiz. <laughs> Is that making you sound? Why do you laugh at that? Because I've never heard a human being outside of a cartoon say "gee whiz" before. <laughs> like I did, didn't realize you're wearing your, you know, propeller hat and holding a big lollipop. Gee whiz, I've Mister! Got, I've actually got a cape on as well. But gee whiz! <laughs> gee whiz! Oh, okay. no, I'm like a loser. Okay. Well, number two. Let's forget about me saying that. Is drum roll, devil. Now. Please tell me, you know Devil. The one I love Devil. I remember watching Devil and people didn't like it. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a great movie. How can you not like it? It's so, like, well, obviously. The poster is, first of all, one of the most simple, beautiful poster designs I've ever seen. It's just the elevator doors and the red light coming through, so it looks like an upside-down cross, which is perfect. I love it. Um, it. Not directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Everyone thinks it was. He didn't direct it. He produced it. Um, But a great little flick. And basically... It's like a 90-minute movie and everyone's trapped in an elevator and so they, they think the elevator is possessed. Um, and then, like, they so find good. out, spoilers, that someone is possessed in the elevator. Oh, it's just great. I, I want to watch that again now already. See, I and I don't know if – I don't want to spoil it in case people haven't seen it and they're listening because it's something they've got to – if they do like movies like me that are scary, it's a really good twist. I feel like it just wasn't who I expected, but anyway – to be the evil one in the lift. Yeah, I was I, – the twist got me as well. And then when yeah. I spoke to people about, the, like, oh, that was so predictable, I was like, was it? Well, or you just like... I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised that I didn't find it predictable because, you know, how sometimes you think, oh, it's, it will be the one you least expect. But it's it, – it didn't – I didn't catch on at all. I had no idea. So it really did get me and I loved that about it. It creeped me out when I found out who it was. Um, they're making a sequel to it. 
<gasps> so sequel is that going before? Sequel is the, the second me. one. So it's, they're making a second one. Oh my god, James! You know what I thought? You know when you taught me a oh, pre prequel? What do you, what do you call it? Help me so out. So we here. need we need to, yeah we should address this um, because I don't want people thinking that, like you keep saying that you're like you need help and you don't need help. I do but, need help. Um, I was so I was because I use a lot of film jargon. Uh, and the beauty of this show, by the way, is that this is a show about movie fans who like talking about movies. They don't need to be big old snobs like me. They don't need to use the fancy words. But I was talking to you one day and I was like, oh, it's a sequel. And you're like, what is that word? <laughs> so, oh, I can't believe I just said it again. That's okay. So a sequel I... is a story that happens. So if you have three movies, just say there's, um, I don't know. Well, like, let's use Harry Potter, for example. Philosopher's Stone is the first one, and every movie after that is a sequel. It's the next story in, in the order of the film. So yeah. um, Chamber of Secrets is a sequel to that. Prison of Azkaban is a sequel to both of those. Goblet of Fire is a sequel to all of those, so on and so forth. A prequel is a movie, a story that happens before the original story. So Lord of the Rings was a series so of films. leading up to it pretty much? Yeah, and then The movie. Hobbit is the prequel to Lord of the Rings. Um, an even better example yeah. is Star Wars. You've got your original Star Wars movies from the 70s and 80s. Then in the 2000s, they made a trilogy that happened before Star Wars, a prequel trilogy. And then over the last 10 years, we've seen three new Star Wars films, and they're a sequel trilogy. Um, oh, I see. Well, that's what I got confused with. When you said it, I just my brain straight away went, oh, are they bringing out one from before when Devil started? Yeah, that was just done. Well, there's no information on it. All we know is that it's called Incarnate. That is the name of the movie, apparently. Um, it doesn't actually say if it's going to be a sequel or a pre prequel yet, but it is connected to Devil. So that's cool. Oh, that's amazing. Any idea when that's meant to come out? It's in development, um, and yeah. in development can mean a number of things, considering there's a writer's strike and an actor's strike at the moment. I guarantee they won't even start making it for another 12 months at least. Uh, well, I will be watching that whenever it does come out. And same with um, I Know What You Did Last Summer because mm -hmm. that would be fantastic. What you, I'm actually writing that down, what you did last summer. Perfect. Well, um, so that's Devil. and So Devil, um, so yeah, the, the Haunted Elevator movie. Um, I laugh, but I do like it. Um, what was it about Devil that really um, stuck with you? Well, basically, I don't know if I should say it because it will give it away. Is it the twist ending? Is that what it was? It's the, yes, the twist ending. The person, yeah, exactly. I really don't want to say it because if people That's okay. are. I mean, look, it is a fourteen-year-old movie at this point, so. I know, but I just mean, look, I'm happy to say it. Uh, should I say it? It was the old woman. It was the old woman. Yeah, was gonna. But it just. There you go. I did it, so I can be the bad guy for you. Yeah, you're the bad one. James just ruined it for you. If you wanted to watch, but it just. I mean, it was 14 it, years ago, guys. Like, you should, if you want to watch it, you had plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, you did have enough time. But I loved how. So basically, I think the whole idea of it was she was after people that had done something wrong, and they basically haven't come forward with it because the second that guy admits to the wrongdoings he'd done with the police, I think he was he did something wrong to the police officer's family, the police that was officer that was investigating what was happening in that lift. Okay. If you remember, there was. I a don't police remember. I remember very little about it. It's yeah, been a long well, time. The he, one of the people in the lift was involved in a hit and run, and he never went forward with it. And what that happens in Devil? Yeah, he never told anyone. He, never, he just ran from the cops, basically. He didn't turn himself in. And in the elevator, he starts to catch on to the fact that when all this stuff's happening and people are dying around him, he finally confesses out loud to the officer that's listening to him via the, you know, audio in the lift, he says, oh, I want to admit to something because he thought he was going to die. He wanted to admit to, to hit, doing a hit and run mm. and killing someone, a wife or a lady of someone, and it turns out that it is the police officer that is listening. It was his family that mm. he did the hit and run with. And then basically after that happens, 
you, it goes back to that, you, you see the old lady basically with this creepy ass face say, damn, I really wanted you. Mm. So she couldn't take him because he admitted to what he'd done wrong. And I just remember when I saw her face and her eyes, that's what I loved about it. I was like, that is scary as shit. She really scared mm. me. But and I loved the, the whole twist. I just thought it was very clever. Um, but yeah, it's a great. It is a great twist. I remember I the twist. I didn't remember. Sense. I didn't remember all that other stuff. But that's um, good to know. Good to know. I hope it made sense. I'm sorry, everyone. Like I said, I'm not really good at relaying the information of movies. In my head, it sounds brilliant. But yes, probably yeah, didn't make. You've done. Sense. You've done well. It's all good. Yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> all righty. Well, that brings us to our final movie on your list, number one. So, it's an. It is an eclectic list. There's a lot of stuff that I, that no. In fact, with the exception of Hocus Pocus, I don't think anyone has mentioned any film on your list. I think you've brought all first-time movies. What is number one your favourite movie of all time? What is it? All right. Well, I think I know what it is. I think you do know what it is, and the reason that this is a favourite. Well, I will get to that. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Number one is Sinister. Yeah. That is oh, award-winning to me now. You know how earlier on I said I want to be I want that feeling of being scared. Mm-hmm. I want yeah, I love it. Now that did that for me. I like I said, you know, I struggle to find anything scary. That made me, I remember sitting there next to my husband watching it, and I needed to turn the lamp on. I've never had that there's been no movie in the past like 10 years or whenever that since Have you seen that. Hereditary? Yes, I have. And but none that didn't of scare it you? No, not one bit. Wow. One, not one bit. That was like watching a Disney movie and that just does not. But Sinister, I mm. turned the lamp on because it was chilling for me. So I agree. Sinister is terrifying. It is terrifying, isn't it? I um, So we at this time last year, October last year, we were doing movies that scare us the most. And I talked about the five and I kind of did something a little bit different, but I just went in order of the times in my life I got most scared. So it wasn't the five scariest movies in the last 10 years. It was just like, this is the first film that really scared yeah. me. Then the next one that scared me more was this and so on. And Sinister was on the list. Like Sinister and Hereditary is the film that has scared me the most recently. I do think it is scary, um, but not. Yeah, it's got a, cre- it's definitely not a fairy tale, but you know what I mean? It's bleak. It didn't give me that. It's yeah. unsettling. Like it's, it, is, it is gruesome. There's that hey, horrible scene when the girl gets, she's got it. Is she sticks her head out of the car or something, doesn't she? Gets her head it's knocked hard. off, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, um, that's pretty stuffed up. Yeah, that I, I got it. I've, I swear I'd never watch it again. I do own it. But now that I'm a parent, I don't know if I will watch it again because I have a daughter yeah, and I don't want to stick her head out of a hole. <laughs> so, I feel I feel like I did sort of make that out like it didn't. It wasn't scary. It definitely was. But when I'm talking in comparison to how Sinister made me feel, yes. that's what I meant as in like that was like watching a Disney movie. But it, it was scary. But yeah, in comparison, Sinister just really made me like I actually struggled to go to sleep. I found it just disturbing on every level. Well, I watched Sinister. I've only seen it once. I do own it, and I think I'm going to rewatch it this year for, oh, for Halloween. I'll do it again. I'll rewatch it. 100. Um, I've seen it about three times. I remember I watched it, and it stuck with me. Like, um, it does. I would, go, I would go to sleep at night, and I told my wife, "I'm like." Once I fall asleep, you can turn the lamp off. I was like, yeah. I, just, I can't, I can't do it. And like, thankfully, she was very patient with me. Yeah, um, no, it just has that effect, doesn't it? Um, I want to ask you, what what yeah. made you feel like that from it? Because I want to see if we got the same. The whole thing is unsettling. So first of all, the found footage, the the five tapes, the murder tapes, I think are very creepy. They are. Um, <laughs> 
Very creepy, especially. I mean, I know everyone talks about the lawnmower one, but the lawnmower one is best off. It's dark. Yeah, it's um, disgusting. Um, there's the scene, I think it's in Sinister, um, where the boy is having like the panic attack. Um, I think, oh yeah, the bad dreams. I think he's he has the bad, bad dream, dream, and like yeah, his yeah. dad comes out and he's like, <gasps> and he's like doing the weird flailing thing. I, I don't remember much, but I remember that being terrifying. Um, yeah. The whole feeling of the film is grim. Like it never, it there's never a light moment. Um, you got Ethan Hawke in it, who's one of the world's best actors, and he, he, he until since that he'd never done horror, and he was like, I like this script, and now he almost exclusively does horror, which is great. I fell in love with him from that. That's what made me really want to see the Black Phone. Like not only did a, it look I rewatched like that recently, and that is a yeah. awesome film. It's so good. Um, He's but, yeah, I think the design of the demon, Bagul, is scary. Like, I know people are like, he looks like Slipknot. Like, and no. I guess he does a little bit. But, like, the so scene of him underwater, that, yeah. under the pool. You've just said everything. That is exactly what really – that's what did it for me. Like, it's not often there is a character in a movie that really creeps me out. Like, back when I was a young – like, a kid, Michael Myers' face used to make me, like, mm. I, that creeped me out. But since then, there's really been nothing. It's, you know, the – ghosts and stuff don't do it for me but that face was so creepy looking and in the pool that mm. was just, yeah it, um, it's like it was there with me it was horrible i would add to creepy looking characters of the modern era art the clown um oh, art, heat from, is gross that's from the, terrifier yeah, the, yeah i mean he is funny like that whole scene with the sunglasses is really funny oh but, yeah when he tried the daisy ones or whatever yeah, they are but yeah, he's yeah. a terrifying like he's one of the creepiest looking things i've ever seen but the other thing in sinister that really scared me was just the idea that like this demon was tricking children the youngest child of each family to kill their families like i was just like that's it's oh, really, you know what, like, I, I, who, who made that film? Scott like, Derrickson. Who, so the guy who did the black phone did um, so he's, Yeah, well, that's why they're both, that's why I love them both. There you go. Mm. But, like, I remember just watching it and thinking, until knowing now, I thought, wow, who came up with this idea? Because this is exactly what it takes to terrify me. Mm. So I hope they do something like this again. And I don't, I actually don't think there will be anything that tops that for me. Like, I don't know what they made a sequel. Out. They made a second Sinister, but it didn't have the same effect. It didn't effect. have the same effect, yeah, yeah. I've seen that as well. And I just – It wasn't the same of, director. Scott Derrickson didn't do number two, so. Maybe that's cool. Mm. I just think unless someone can top that, I really don't see myself getting that kind of a feeling from a from a movie. So that, yeah, that's my absolute award winner, that one. Yeah, it's solid. It's a great flick. Um, Sinister, mm. yeah, I've only seen it once and I, I really want to watch it again, but it, it just yeah. – it scared me so much. It's so scary. No, I, I'm happy to do. I would watch that again for sure. I've oh. seen it three times, and look, if this helps, it does. This, well, I found it oh, does. Oh, of course, less, absolutely. Like, the effect is lessened because you have already seen the creepiness. But yeah, I wouldn't want to watch it. I couldn't watch it, even though I've seen it three times. I wouldn't want to watch it again in the dark on my own. I don't think I'd need it. To no, be like, it'd be a daytime watch for me again. Yeah, just like in, yeah. my first time watching Insidious was a daytime watch. Um, I thought Terrifier 2 was going to be a daytime watch, but then um, within like 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, it's very obviously rubber. That's okay. Yeah. Because, um, and actually, I should, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but Terrifier 2 was a film I really wanted to watch for a long time. Mm. And you watched it before me and you were like, oh, James, like, it's messed up. It's the, one of the darkest oh. things I've seen to the point where I got, I was like, oh, and I bought it and it was sitting there on my shelf for weeks. And I'm like, I know I'm going to watch this now. Like, it's going to be really bad. And then, um, yeah. and then I, then you're like, oh, I should clarify. It's it's gross, but it's fine. And then I watched it, and it, it's totally fine. 
yeah, it's not that it was like it didn't like I said that that didn't scare me, but it just had some of the stuff that he did. It was like yuck. How does someone even think of that? Yeah. Like, and they're oh. making a third one. There's Terrifier three. Oh really? And he said the guy was like, look, the second one was a little bit more um, funny. Like they kind of lent into the humor. He goes, the second one, the third one's gonna be a lot more like the first one. Um, you know, look, you know, darker and going for scares again. Um, because yeah. I rewatched the first Terrifier recently, and I liked it a lot more the second time around. The first time I thought yeah. it was kind of boring. The second I time, I think I might need to give that. I've only seen it once, but now that you say the second time around, I want to give it another go because I kind of found it like a little bit almost silly to some extent. Mm. Like, kind of, I thought, you know, I don't know how to take this. It's just, but I want to give it another go. I think, but um, yeah, eventually. Did you watch talking about like? movies that are kind of movies that have been scarier and stuff um where do you sit on something like the conjuring do you feel like the conjuring is a scary film or that doesn't really work for I, you i don't oh see what scares me about those is because i think people is that they're the ones that people say are basically they're based on true stories is that what i mean look i like, uh it's not really my jam i don't really got buy into that but um that's they say they are yes yeah, that's sort of the only thing that, like, that the movie themselves would not scare me if I hadn't heard anything like that. But I've got this bit of, I can be sort of superstitious where sometimes if I'm watching something, I think, oh, well, if it is true, I don't I don't know if I want to watch it. Do you know what I mean? So mm. that's what sort of creeps me out about it, thinking that maybe it is I'm watching something based on what's happened to someone. So that kind of creeps me out. But other than that, they don't really scare me, if that makes mm. sense. That makes but, sense. Um, yeah, but you know what? There's There is actually another movie I want to ask you about, which is going mm-hmm. off track. And I thought of it before because I think you might have spoken about, I could be wrong, but the director or, you know, I don't know how to say what they are, directors or whoever made it. Yeah. Um, is it Death Trap or Death Proof? Hang on. I Googled it before. Death Proof is a movie. It's a, it's a Tarantino film, but it's not a horror yes. movie. No, it's not. But It's, it's an a cut the car movie. movie? Yes, have you yes. seen that? Yeah, oh, but so many times. Yeah, I it's, wanted to think that. Mm, I, I think it's one of the movie. most underrated Tarantino films of all. People like kind of pass it over as thinking it's not very good, and they think it's one of his weakest ones. I don't think it's his best film, but I think it's a lot more fun than people give it credit for. It's a really interesting flick. Yeah, um, yeah, and the re- the reason I thought of that earlier was because it has the same woman. I just double checked, yeah, because I thought off the top of my head that's in Jawbreaker. Yeah, Rose McGowan. She was also yeah. in um, Charmed. Yes, that's right. So I just think that's um my my husband actually put that I never knew about that movie and it was I, I don't know it feels like a year ago or something that he put it on and I was like wow see that's what I mean I normally not would venture out for something like that and like action movies and I loved it I thought it was brilliant. But... All of his movies are great. The Tarantino yeah. makes wonderful films. Like my favourites are Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards. You should definitely watch those. Oh, um, they his. Yeah. Kill Bill is a samurai film. Well, the first one is a samurai film. The second one is more of a western. And then Inglorious Bastards is a World War Two movie, but they're really fun. Um, yeah, I've only seen ever seen bits of Kill Bill. Sorry, I did go off so track good. with asking no, that. No, that's fine. That's, that's what, what this show is. This show is talking about movies, so you're all good. Yeah, I thought if I don't ask, I will forget what what it is. But um, and oh, another one, John Wick. Brilliant. Yes. I love John Wick. I thought John Wick was fine. I remember that first movie came out, people were losing their minds about it. And I was like, look, it's a very good film. And I was very I was very snobby back then. And I can respect it now. I actually like two the best. I haven't seen four yet, but I really like John Wick two. I think oh, the best of the three that I've seen. But mm-hmm. when John Wick came out, I was like, look, it's it's a cool movie, but I think you know, Reeves is better with guns in The Matrix. And I think there's a better Kung Fu film in The Rage. I think The Rage is the best Kung Fu film of all time. But John Wick is a lot of fun. And now that I'm not so snobby, I'm, I'm man enough to admit that it's a good film. But Yeah, yeah 
My favorite, I think my favorite would, I've seen them all now, but I can't really remember them. Like, is there three or four? There's four now. The fourth four. one's like almost three hours long. Yeah, we saw four not too long ago. And I was sort of, yeah, I, that kind of, I just felt like it went on for way too long. But I think number one was great. I love the storyline in that, how much he loves his dog. And then, mm. like, I love, I respected that about him, why he, that made him so angry being an animal lover. So, mm. yeah, I love number one. But, um, and uh, going back to horror films that scare you and how most of them don't, have you seen Evil Dead, the 2013 one? So not the original one no. from the 80s and not the newest one, but have you seen, it's just called Evil Dead. I haven't. Is that, see, Evil it's Dead, great. is that sort of like, is that zombie-like? What's it about? It's possession, so. Mm. Well, don't tell me too much because I reckon I should check it out. This is what it looks like, the artwork. I'm showing it to you on the camera right now. Yes. Okay. Um, and that, that, there's a new one of it, Rise comes after that. Is that right? Yeah. It, the Rise is kind of like its own thing. It's not really connected. But the 2013 mm -hmm. version of Evil Dead is legitimately scary. Like that was a film that really scared me when I when I saw it. Um, and well, it's, it it's pretty. It's pretty extreme. Like yeah, I think you'll. And what what year is that one? Sorry, Evil 2000, Dead. 2013. 13. Well, I'll check it out because eventually I think I would like to watch Rise. So if it will help me make sense of what's going on, I'll definitely check that one out first. I don't know if you sort of need to see. No, you don't. No? Um, 2013 was like a remake, but now it's kind of its own thing. And um, the one from this year is its own thing as well. So they're not connected to anything else. They're just are their own stories, um, which makes it easy to watch. You don't need to watch a bunch of stuff yeah, beforehand. Yeah. Um, well, did, you watch, did you watch Smile? Yes, I did. Like, look, another one didn't scare me, but I liked it. I, I did. Was, like I thought it was the scariest film of the year last year. Well, in saying that, I did go to the cinemas and see it, and I was. It was the cinemas were full of screaming teenagers. That oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was almost impossible to hear half of it. But like, I don't know. It was. I liked the storyline, but it didn't scare me. And, and I know I'm, I probably am being a snob here. I'm looking. To, I'm searching too hard for that scare and instead of just truly enjoying the movie. That moment it. where she comes home and she just sees the smile in the corner, like that's when I turned it off. I was like, all right, this is a daytime movie. I do like that. And that's that. I love that creepy shit like that in movies when like, and that's what I liked about truth or dare, which is what you haven't seen. And you, mm. that's why I think you'll enjoy it. It's sort of got that kind of way to it, but, um, mm. but no, I, um, I just – I'm going off track again, but there is another one I want to ask you Go about. This is a movie show. We talk about movies. I remembered about Keanu Reeves, and I think you've seen it, but have you seen the movie he's in, Knock Knock? Yes. Yes, I now, have. Now, that is so twisted. That is like – when I say twisted, not as in like, oh, my God, it's scary, it's freaky. Twisted as in like the way that they treat him in that is – so it mentally stuffed with me. I was like, this yeah. is cruel. They are tormenting the shit out of him. The first time I watched it, I was like, this is great. Like, it's a great film. The second yeah. time I watched it, I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah, um, it's, very, it's very much like that. It's like, this is so disturbing. Like, you, you end up feeling so sorry for him. It's free pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was directed by Eli Roth, who did the Hostel movies. So he did Hostel 1 and oh, 2. Oh, my God. How have we not spoken of Hostel? And he did Cabin Fever, and um, he did The Green Inferno. So um, oh, so Eli Roth directed all those films. So Knock Knock is actually his tamest movie. Um, yeah, I, I just found, like, it was – yeah, like it's just how they mentally mess with him. And it's like, oh, my God, they're just so antagonising and they think that he's going to be let off and then, like, they, they yeah. tease him more. It's just really weird. And they're so insufferable. Like, in, like yeah. when you first meet them, they're like, 
oh, we're just, you know, sexy girls. And yeah. then the next day when they're, like, destroying everything and, like, I'm just like, oh, it's so cringy. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm just yeah, like, you can't stand them. They're no, so that's unpleasant. right. Yeah. You hate them. But, um, yeah, did, did you actually like it or it was sort of – No, I like The first time I really liked it, I thought it was a really interesting movie. I thought, like – for Eli Roth, it was really brave not to make a gory film because he yeah. has been so known for making gory films. So to do something that was very psychological, I thought it was a yeah. very cool decision for him. Um, the well, second I would time, never I, have known that yeah. he did Hostel. That's interesting. Yeah. The second time I watched it, I found it very tough to watch. I felt very uncomfortable the whole time. Um, but th- that was because I think the second time I watched it was right around the whole Me Too thing. So obviously – once we started yeah, seeing that women was, had been yeah. abused in Hollywood and stuff. And obviously I'm not saying Ella Roth did that, but just to see the idea of kind of like sexual punishment and like kind of the yeah. humiliation of people, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. But uh, yeah, and I'm not saying – and Me Too isn't over. Me Too will always go on now and it's a very important movement. Um, yeah. But now that I think that that has seemed to um, – Settled a little bit. Settled, it might be an easier watch again, but maybe not. Like, I, And also now that I have a daughter, I might feel like, okay, I can never watch this film again. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll I'm I don't think I could watch it again. I've only seen it the once, but like it's it sort of stuck with me as in, like I said, how, how they mentally, I don't know. I just, whenever I think of Keanu Reeves, that pops into my head and I'm like, yeah, that was because I love him. And I just felt like, how could mm. they do this to him? But yeah, I'm the same. I don't think um, I could watch it again. No worries. Um, excellent, Jess. Well, you have, you survived the show. Well done. You've got to the end of your list. Oh um, God. Before we, before we wrap up, we always do a rapid fire question round. Now it's the same questions every episode for when we do the top five films. If you've listened to a top five film episode before, you might be prepared. You might not. Um, um, and we say rapid fire, but it normally takes a few minutes because you're not prepared for them. So don't stress. Uh, yeah, so Jess, first of all, what was the last movie you watched? Oh, shit. Now you got me thinking. It could have actually been Hocus Focus. <laughs> no, Dead said it might have been because I did a rewatch of it. It was nearly the Pope's Exorcist because Ooh, I, I actually. See that. Yes, and I'm shattered that I haven't because then that would have been so fun for me to say I'd seen. I actually rented it off iTunes. We I use iTunes a lot. And. My husband didn't get home late till one night and you only get like three days to watch it or two or certain amount of hours and then I ended up losing the rental. So I've got to rent it again. So it may have been... It wasn't Wrong Turn because I know we watched Wrong Turn together a couple of weeks ago. Yes, it was Wrong Turn. How dare you not watch a movie since Wrong Turn? That was like two weeks ago. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. The reason I think I thought it was Hocus Pocus was because when I was going to do my list, I wanted to possibly go over some of them and re-watch them. And I I went to go and, yeah, you're right, just forget me. It was Wrong Turn and you introduced me to that and I would never, I would probably never have picked that one unless you pointed it out. And that that was brilliant too. I really enjoyed that. How dare you? I mean, like, I'm glad that you watched a great movie, but that was two weeks ago. You should have watched feel, more movies since then. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, I know. I feel like I, I, I put like, stuff let on. Me, let me get very it. snobby for a second. So we watched Wrong Turn, as I said, about two weeks ago. Since then, I've watched four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven movies since then. <laughs> Well, you've just given me a really good excuse to spend all of tomorrow watching movies, just so I can outdo your your amount in one day, James. In one day. No, I I've probably I probably had things on in the background, but I haven't watched. No, a of solid course, movie. I'm being silly. You have a you have a life. So no, but, uh, usually my life does revolve around watching movies, but yeah, it was wrong turn, and that was really good, and that was that was fun. 
Excellent. Um, all righty, next question. What's that one movie that's been sitting on your watch list forever? You know you want to watch it. You know you should watch it, but you just keep putting it off. What is it? Oh, you've really got me with that because if I feel like I watch all the ones that I usually really want to see. Um, or maybe it's not one that you've wanted to see, but people keep telling you you need to watch it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it eventually. And you keep putting it off. Um, can it? Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, can it be one I've seen that I want to watch again, but I keep not getting around to it? No, <laughs> I mean, really? it can't. It should probably just be something you've never seen before. <laughs> I, no, I can't think of one that I've never seen. I really can't answer that. This is hard. Well, you could probably – oh, I don't know. You can do the rewatch one. There's no rules with the show. I'm gonna, but... I, I can't. You really, you really have got me stuck there. So I'm going to be. I'm going to just be a pain in the bum. So I'm going to go what with What about Triangle? That... I've been to recommend that for you. Okay. You can go with Triangle. That's okay. one. Should have... I just answer your questions yes. for you? <laughs> I need – see, guys, I'm sorry. I needed that help. As soon as I get stuck, I can't I'm, I can't get out of it. But James has recommended to watch Triangle so many years ago. What? How many years ago? Since I gave you that list, so three years yeah. now. Been three years and I haven't gotten around to it still, and that's just so stupid of me because I watch movies all the time. So we were going to watch it that night, and then we end up watching Wrong Turn instead. I don't know why would we do that. That's just stupid. Did I not? Was I not able to find it? Well, we were going to watch. Um, no, we were going to watch something during the day because I was still recovering from my surgery, and we were just chatting. And I was like, "Hey, I'm free if you want to watch a movie together." Um, <laughs> it's just so people like it's people. People like, what do you mean? Um, we will text and sit in our own homes and just text while watching a movie at the same time. Yeah, we're not actually uh, together. We're in our own homes watching. We just started at the same time, and it's great fun. You get to. Just I said, of... "Do you want to watch?" I, I'm looking to watch a movie today. These are the ones I want to watch, and um, <laughs> yeah. you were like, "Oh, I've seen these recently. Don't worry, I'm just watching my own thing." So I watched Man of Steel instead, and then later you're like, "Damn it, we should have watched Triangle." And I was like, "Well, we can watch it tonight." And then um, I don't know how it came about, but I was like, "Oh, look, actually, I'm probably more in the mood to watch." Um, <laughs> wrong turn and you're like i can watch wrong turns <laughs> like it's actually hilarious how like wrong we've been not watching it and the fact that we finally got the opportunity again to watch one at the same time we go yeah no not triangle wrong turn actually you know what it was man of steel was a different day the next day we tried again and i wanted to watch get out and you didn't want to watch get out so i watched get out yeah, and i watched I us and then yeah. that night i watched justice league and then we watched wrong turn Wrong um, well, we really need to get to watching Triangle. So the next time that you have, I, don't, I wasn't going to say, you know, hopefully no surgery. I don't want you to have to get wisdom teeth out before we can watch. They're all gone. There's no more wisdom teeth yeah. to be removed. No I've lost all out. wisdom, so I'm fine. But if there's any more recovery days, let's lock in um, Triangle because it's been a long time. But, yes. Excellent. All right. Next on the rapid fire yeah. question, Jess, and I don't know the answer to this, and given the genre you prefer, you might not be, but are you a movie crier? Do you cry watching the movies? Yes, I have definitely cried watching. Oh, it was one, oh, the dog one. Okay, that's not uh, going to help. Um, is it uh, Marley and Me? It might, no. Hang on. Dog's no, Tale? That, Dog's that Journey? Dog's Journey. That one, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when it gets old and it keeps coming back as another dog. I haven't seen it, um, but the trailers oh, made my wife cry, so I was like, oh, yeah, we're not watching was, this. <laughs> that made me cry so much. And my husband. We're both, he, yeah, we both, I can definitely cry in a movie if it's, it's a sad one, that's for sure. And if it's anything to do with animals getting old and passing away or being harmed, oh, I'm gone. I'll bore my eyes out. Okay, so you so you will cry under specific circumstances. I cry in everything. I cry in, in I cried in Avengers. Like I yeah. cry all oh, the time. Oh no! Yeah, you just reminded me. Um, but not when someone died. I didn't cry. I mean, I did, but not when someone died. I cried in the cool parts. So. No, I cry. I really got upset in 
end game. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Um, and with that was just horrible when they those that beautiful little rabbit kept thinking that she was going to get freed and she was. Oh, oh, in, Ga- oh in Guardians of the Galaxy, you mean? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. That not called Endgame. Sorry, I'm clueless with the Marvel movies. No, that's okay. Yeah, that one. I'm glad we <laughs> discovered that. But yeah, and, and they the ones that were getting tested on, and when she didn't, and she was killed. Oh my God, I was. Mm. That was depressing. That was really sad. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was Peter of the anim- the protection. I can't remember what they're called, but the animal rights group. They said yeah. it was the most anim- animal eth- ethically friendly movie of all time, or something. It so. was. I loved how much awareness that brought mm. to for animals. But we're not talking about vegan stuff, so I'm not going to go off track. But yeah, that was a brilliant movie. Definitely. Uh, we will. We'll talk about it for the end. Don't worry. We'll make time for it. Um, <laughs> Jess, is there an actor or actress that you will follow anywhere? It doesn't matter what movie it is. If that person's in it, you're going to go watch it. Um, is there someone, and who is it? I reckon there there would be I have to say too, as of late, I really like when I say as of late, because when I was a kid I didn't really have much to do with him, but Ben Affleck. Yeah. I really love Ben Affleck and I love I'm obsessed with him in the town and I could watch that over and over. I just over bought that over. recently, the town. I had hadn't owned it, but I have seen I, it but I hadn't owned it, so I bought it. I, yeah, I love that. So I think really anything that he's in, I love Argo. Have you seen Argo? I have seen Argo, but I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you one thing about it. But I, have you so seen think, Gone Baby Gone? Yes, I think. Yes, I have seen that. But see, I can't Good. remember it. So these are the ones I'm going to rewatch. But I've definitely seen it. He was big and, in the '90s, so you might have to go back and watch some old. And movies. he was in, he was in Gone Girl too, wasn't he? he was yeah, the, he was in Gone Girl. He yeah. was. You could tell he was training to be Batman because there is a scene where he pushes her and he looks like a monster. He's so he's big. Huge. Oh, I just love him. And the other person would have to be. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say too, but I'm. Of course you can. It used to be, I, I was obsessed with Johnny Depp. I used to love Johnny Depp, but he's gone off the ra- like off the rails and the radar now. But that was so a long time. That's how I feel about Will Smith. Ever since that slap, I've had a really hard time watching Will Smith movies. Yeah, and that's the same as me. Like I think mm, I don't want to say Johnny Depp, but um, yeah, I don't know. But you I can just... respect the performance. Like I rewatched Pirates of the Caribbean this year, and I had a blast watching it. And I was like, look, it's a shame that he's become a bit of a strange guy, and hopefully he gets himself back in order. But um, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is a wonderful movie. That's it. Well, I think what actually made me, like I'm going back in time here as to why I loved Johnny Depp. That was, I loved Edward Scissorhands mm. and I loved him in that. And that's, I just thought, oh my God, I, you know, I, yeah, I just kind of idolised him from that movie. But more recently, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But you can like a performance and still not like the actor. That's okay. Yeah, you're that's you're, you're allowed to do that. You stick with Ben Affleck though. He wins it. Um, now, I don't think you'll have a tr- trouble with this question because you do like to talk this way. Uh, we don't like to be negative, but Jess, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? <laughs> oh, you think I'll know the answer to this? Now you've made me. F- I feel like you are very honest about how you feel with movies, and you will just be like, "That sucked." <laughs> like, All right, let me think. Let whereas me think. I always try to find something positive in everyone in every movie. Yeah, there's been definitely ones that I've watched, and they're terrible. Oh shit! I can't think. You've really. I don't like these rapid questions. I'm unprepared. That's the that's the point, bro. Oh, I need time. I can't think of that. That's okay. What's a We're terrible? Gonna... Oh, actually, oh no, James. I do know one, and I'm sorry. I don't know if at the time I said, oh yeah, it wasn't bad, or I don't know if I was honest about it, but I think you recommended it, and it was just I found it revolting. That one where that man keeps giving birth to like another man himself. Oh, men? Yeah. Yes, I love so, yeah, men. 
Will you ask me what one I'd never? I thought it was terrible, and I'd never watch again. I just said, "What's the worst movie you've ever seen?" I reckon that's up there. I reckon that's up there. I love Men. There's a clip for you. Um, I think Men's a great movie, but (laughs) I love Men. I love Men. I love everyone. Um, Yeah, no, Men's great, but I can totally understand. Like, it is not for everyone. It is a weird movie. Um, that was really. Did I recommend that to you? What was I thinking? I that was think not a. That's not a just recommendation. <laughs> you might have just. I don't know. Maybe you told me about it, and I thought I'll give it a go. I, actually, I feel like you might have actually said, "I'm not sure if you if you dig it." I feel like I would have given you a precursor, been like, "Look, yeah, I dug it, of, but it's probably not for you." I think you did say something along the lines, but I gave it a go, and I was like, "What the hell?" Am he's I just. The, he's just. He plays every role, even the little boy. He's so good. I feel like it could have been. Like my view, I feel like it could have been better because there was a lot of creepiness at the start, like when you'd see that naked person standing out in the woods and then I was mm. like, oh, where is this going? This could be really scary. And then it just took a really weird turn. I thought you were going to say Midsommar because I recommended that because I'm like, don't say it. Midsommar is brilliant and I won't hear anything else. Uh, but, not man, really. I totally understand. It's great, but it is not for everyone. Um, not for everyone. Not all yet. right, Jess, last rapid-fire question, then we'll get out of here. What's the one movie they should never remake? You don't want to see another version of this movie ever. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It's- oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely that one. I oh, that's so funny. I was talking – I've always phrased it from a point of view being like, oh, what's something you love so much you would never want them to, to remake it? But you're like, no, this movie was so bad. I don't want to ever see another version of it. That's genius. <laughs> I don't want were you oh shit so I didn't let you finish and I've no that's that's a great answer I love that that was that definitely never again <laughs> oh that's so good oh, um shit. that is the end of the show Jess you survived um oh, so you it. did you mentioned a couple of times well let's talk about it you were very nervous oh, um God. and when I say very nervous I mean I've asked you multiple times over the last three uh, over the last two years to do the show um, and every time you've said no, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to ask you anymore. And it's not because I'm offended or, or frustrated. I was like, you know what, you clearly don't want to do it. I'm just going to leave you alone. And then like a month or two ago, you're like, Hey, um, I think I'm ready to do the show now. And I was so busy. I was like, that's awesome. I just don't have time to fit you in at the moment, well, but like, we'll, not doing it. Yeah. we'll come, we'll come back to it. And then last week, I think it was the week before I was like, Hey, let's, let's get you on the show. And you're like, Oh no, I'm not ready anymore. <laughs> so there's been a lot of back and forth. And every time we've spoken in the last couple of weeks, you've been like, look, I want to do it, but I'm really nervous. And like, you kind of like doing this. And I was like, you'll be fine. And I recommended you listen to, um, I think it was episode eight, um, Elizabeth Town, whichever the first episode of My Sister in Law Liz song. I said, Liz was very nervous yeah, as well. That's great. I loved that. She gave you, me the confidence boost I needed. But like, when you listen to it, you can't tell she's nervous. And I would say that you have not sounded nervous once on the show either. So, um, how are you feeling now the episode's done? <laughs> Well, thank you. I'm glad that you said I haven't sounded nervous because at the start I thought, wow, I hope no one else can detect this because my, you know, when you can, you get nervous and you can hear your like heart rate or your heartbeat in your ears, like you're like, boom, boom, boom. I was so nervous when we started. I was like, don't get anxious. Don't get anxious. But then once you got into it more, I I feel great. I'm so glad I've done it. And mm. so anyone else listening, if you're contemplating it, do it because I was a nervous wreck and now I feel like I'll be pestering James Weekly to come back on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and look, you're welcome back. Like it was a good episode, so you're definitely welcome back anytime. Um, excellent. We're going to wrap things up here. So uh, first of all, thank you very much to Jess for coming on. It has been a long time coming, but she's finally shown up and she's delivered the goods. Um, yes. So she'll be welcome back anytime. Jess, now you don't, you're not, you, how do I say this? You don't have a, a podcast of your own and you don't um, kind of create things, but you do have a very active social media. 
um, and you do some very important work. Tell people about that one. Are you still are you still using that that page, or is that you still using that page? Oh, that you? is so sweet of you to bring that up. I believe are you talking about the "It's Kind to Clean" page? That's the or? one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I wish it had more of a following. It definitely doesn't. But yeah, I still I still always follow what that's about and do that in my own time. But I haven't been posting about it. But what it is about is well, picking up litter, because I am all for animal welfare. And it actually started off because my husband and I went for a walk down to the creek that's out the back of our property, which we've got a lot of wildlife around, and it was covered. I'm talking you could barely even see the rocks at the bottom without looking at rubbish that people had thrown, and that really just upset me. So that's why I started that page, to bring awareness, because a lot of people think, well, it's just rubbish. How is that affecting nature? But it does. It kills wildlife. It gets into the oceans, and, it yeah, it destroys habitats. So that's why I did that. But I feel like, you know, no one wants to hear about that. But, um, yeah, that's that's why I do it. I love animals. But you've had my- some headway. Like I've seen you've, like, written letters to to to, uh, to government and stuff, and I know the responses haven't been brilliant from them. Um, oh, but yeah, you've also had shout-outs from other, like, wildlife protectors and stuff like that. So there has been some yeah. traction. Well, thank um, you. My, my personal Instagram is actually – well, I, this was like – and, look, I don't, I don't do what I do to get credit from these places. But, of course, when someone – that you adore notices you you can't help but be happy by it and excited by it but my personal page world animal protection australia follow me now and that is just that is amazing for me because they're huge and the it's kind to clean page i was talking about that i do the you know try and bring awareness to not trashing the place and picking up litter um animals australia follow that so they are that's huge to me if you know about Mm -hmm. animals australia to have them follow was like a dream come true because it just Shows that you support one another, and yeah. So, besides that, no one else really follows that page. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get well, on there, guys, and follow me. Yeah, absolutely. If you get sick of all this movie nonsense, and you want to get involved with something important, go give Jess a follow on uh, on its kind to clean. Get go check it out and yeah, give her a like and a follow and uh, support the cause. Um, oh, thank you guys and thank you, Jay. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me and you want to keep listening to this nonsense, head over to Instagram. I was a teenage film snob. Underscores between every single word. Um, I've been posting a little bit less frequently lately, just because I was in recovery. I don't know if I mentioned it 400 times, but I had my teeth out. Um, but I am getting more active again. I'm posting more. I'm doing stories and uh, and Q and A's and stuff. I haven't done many Q and A's, but I will be doing more. Um, the show will be more regular now. I've got some great stuff coming up. I've been in touch with a, I can't talk about it yet, but a very, very cool guest. Um, I'm still trying to lock it in and I'm, I contacted her again today, but I'm hoping we can get something going. Um, and I may have another cool guest. Um, I had just like Jess had someone cool follow her um, recently. Mm. I had someone cool follow me today. So I'm hoping to set something up there as well. Um, but even if those things don't work out, all of your regular favorites are coming up again soon. I've got Gabby coming back. I've got Dave and Liz coming back. Uh, I will have Michael and the boys from Midnight Terrors coming back. Um, we've got a lot of things on the horizon, and we'll be wrapping up our Apocalypse series very soon. So keep an eye out for all of that. Um, if you would like to support the show and spend some money, I don't make any money off it, but you can get a fantastic T-shirt from tpublic.com. Just search for I Was a Teenage Film Snob or check out the links on my page. Um, they're very comfortable T-shirts. I'm not wearing it right now, but it is gorgeous. Uh, art designed by my friend Josh. Um, and that will pretty much do it. So thanks again to Jess for coming on the show. She was fantastic. Um, and as I say to you, every single time, guys, I was a teenage film snob, but I'm trying to be better. I'll see you next week. <laughs>